it's the interview queen, Alicia Toot here, and you are currently listening to and obviously enjoying Queen's Court. Oh my God. I see an aberration before me. (laughs) This is a rare occasion, my friends, because, you know, life is life. But there is nothing better than sitting down in front of a hot mic with my very best pal. You know him. You love him. The can't miss speculist who's sort of ish back, but well, he'll tell you. (laughs) And he's here with me. JPQ, Queen and Pup Connection is back on Wednesdays. We wear purple. It's happening. I'm so excited we get to talk today. <laughs> like I know. made my morning. It's so crazy, right? It's been so long. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And people don't know about a relationship outside of the uh, content creatorship. Yeah. But to do this and to record it and to talk about everything that we're going to talk about today, uh, it's a treat because it's been way too long, Queen. Happy back at the castle. Every every castle needs a good ghost. So I'm happy yeah. I'm able to pop in from time to time and be the apparition. Well, I'm a ghost myself, so <laughs> haunted <laughs> my true. own damn castle. <laughs> oh my god! But my best pals here, y'all, and you know what that means. It's Wednesdays, and you know what that means. Not AEW, my friends. Nope. It's hashtag wrestling fashion. It's happening because we just had the grandest show of them all or the stupendous whatever the hell show they said the most stupendous wrestlemania uh, something like that i don't <laughs> know day is ridiculous it's so stupid it's, it's the dumbest thing i heard stupendous and i was like you want to run that back i was saying McAfee said it on night one and i'm just like that's a weird adjective and then it just never went away for the rest no. of the weekend i was like oh this is a branding thing like whatever just happened to the showcase of the immortals you know i don't know i like that one yeah, it's a fantastic one. I don't know if there's any immortals anymore, but um, why not? I think of anything. I mean, you think about what we saw the last two nights. Uh, you know, we got we got some things that we haven't seen in decades happen in that ring. And I, I guess it's stupendous, right? I guess it's, I guess that's an appropriate something. adjective. But who the <laughs> hell uses that word? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Um but it was certainly a, a blast from the past in a lot of ways. Mm. And I think we would be remiss though, JPQ, if we didn't start speaking of legends, we did just have the biggest figure in wrestling history officially, officially retire, so to speak, yeah. and enter the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Though he did say never say never. That of course is the Undertaker. Now, I don't know if you peeped his suit at the Hall of Fame. He wore it a couple times. He actually yeah. wore it again at Mania. So that's the same one. But the tailoring, the fabric, the little bit of pizzazz, I kind of was living. Yeah, I thought it was good. I mean, it for for what it was. Uh yeah, it's a suit. It's not the Undertaker's costumes. <laughs> no, it's a suit, <laughs> right. but um, you know, we didn't know what kind of what we were gonna get, right? And was that crushed velvet? Is that what we were looking at? I feel like that's what it was. At least that's how it came off to me. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't watch. I saw I saw the uh, the videos. Um, mm-hmm. Hall of Fame isn't really in my bag. But yeah. um, one of those things where black on black on black, 
then a leather jacket on top of it. Mm. Not not easy. Uh, different shades of black. But the dude pulled it off. And when we saw the well, at least when I saw the little tidbits of um, of of the acceptance speech, I guess is a good way of phrasing it. it he looked good. He looked good up there. Right. Looked a little leaner. Um, yeah. Old the man is old. He's an yeah. old man. He's got a lot of tread on those tires or a lot of wear on those tires. But uh, from a suit perspective, very, very nice, um, mm-hmm. you know, overall and really enjoyed the hat uh, leather jacket combo underneath or over top the suit. Thought that was I, done really, really well. I agree. I loved when he put that on at the end and said, never say never. But <laughs> it was I don't know. I just I wasn't sure what to expect because Undertaker is so iconic for his looks and the pageantry and the smoke. So like, what's the man going to look like? Cause we saw, you know, American badass and we understand the bandana and the cutoffs that we understand, but Mark Calloway as the guy we've only really seen in like workout type gear yeah. or hoodie type gear or nine right. line. So it's kind of like, okay, what is he going to do for the hall of fame? Because right. this is such a huge moment, um, you know, in wrestling history to have him be inducted into the hall of fame and, and be, I don't know, like done and, and like breaking the fourth wall for the first time, unless, you know, you've watched the documentary, but probably the wider casual audience hasn't at all. So seeing Undertaker, not as Undertaker, but as the man, Mark Calloway, I was excited to kind of see what the look would be. Um, Mm -hmm. There was some other fun stuff suit wise and dress wise at the hall of fame, but I just wanted to remark on that real quick before we dove into WrestleMania. Yeah, I thought it was clean. Actually, looking it up, um, looking at the stills a little bit more, I actually think that's a satin suit. Um, is it? Is the uh, detail yeah. crushed velvet? Something is reflected yeah, like velvet. Yeah, it's detailed. Um, okay. The satin's getting the um, the, sh- the shine the on sheen? it. But, oh. um, yeah, okay. The sheen, exactly. Um, and then there's a little bit of pattern in there is what I'm noticing. It look, I mean, in the stills and, and whatnot, it looked like crushed velvet at first, but looking at it now, pulling up a reference, it's uh, definitely a satin suit. Oh, okay. yeah, Very nice. Very well, cool. Listen, I like it. I thought it looked yeah, good. Too. Yeah, me too. But I do have to say, as we're diving into chit-chat about mania, and of course, our main topic of wrestling fashion, uh, my friend, WrestleMania 38, had very few top-tier wrestling fashion moments that we have been accustomed to at WrestleMania, and I kind of thought the first Mania back for real, for real right? For real, for real, yep. for real. In the past couple of years, due to the you know panorama, here we are. Seventy-seven thousand people. I'm like, oh, everyone has to be excited in the back. They're going to get that big WrestleMania pop and crowd. They're going to get the reaction and the banter and back and forth. It's going to be a thing. We're going to come with our A game. We're gonna we're gonna bring it. It's stupendous or whatever. And my friend, I got to tell you, not, not as much as I had hoped for. It's a downer year. Oh, why? Uh, I don't know. Um, Let's go with um, shipping issues. Why not? I don't know. Let's go with that. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm not saying that every outfit was um, new, right? Hmm. Uh, Well, I'm not saying everyone's old, but I feel like I've seen these on Raw and SmackDown recaps. You know, I don't feel like everything that we saw was in your face, like stupendous. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's but it was still good. Right. There was a lot of good. There was a lot of um, 
I don't want to put a damper on wrestling fashion. I mean, we do this Never. once every 18 months. However, <laughs> uh, was there as much as we're accustomed to seeing, right? Part of the show of all shows is to see costumes of all costumes. And I don't mm-hmm. think we got that this time around to the level that we're accustomed to, to your point. And, and with that said, you know, we can start with the opener on night one, because in a lot of ways, that kind of set the tone. Mm. for uh for what the next two nights were going to be from a from a wrestling fashion standpoint from a costume character standpoint and it um you know it was an interesting night well it it was interesting and you know we were also once upon a time earlier this year gonna talk about the rumble but your girl got covids Mm. but glad you're doing better bringing the thank you bringing that back um to the earlier point it was lackluster there too. Yeah, I can see it. it. It's like a trend this year. I don't know if we're trying less is more or like what the deal is, but looking at the opener, Usos versus Shinsuke and Boogs for the championship belts. Okay. Tag championship belts. I expect something interesting from the Usos. Nothing's ever, I don't think over the top, but they do some fun things every now and then. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. we're going to get some fun. I guarantee they're going to be in championship white. Sure enough, there we are. Naturally. Naturally. I love Usos in white, especially that um, one's a couple years back. It was just really clean, all white with straps. It was great. Mm-hmm. But this one, I was super underwhelmed. I looked at this. I kept looking at it. I'm like, are we just in a red t-shirt? and a hoodie vest which isn't atypical of them they do hoodie vests a lot sure but what are these pants and why does it feel like i'm going out with the boys for a couple beers and not i'm rolling with the smackdown tag titles at mania right yeah it uh i so so i actually want to take the opposite on, on, on my side. Okay, okay. Bit. As Tell someone me. who hasn't been as clued in on the SmackDown side, because I'm usually busy on Friday nights, the bloodline, I wasn't really... I mean, the last time I remember watching the Usos, they were feuding with Roman. Right. right? They weren't part of the stable. Right. So for me, come back into it, and we, we always talk about this with the fashion aspect, mm-hmm. as a casual, can I jump in and kind of pick up with where the storyline is based off of one of the components being the attire. Right. And I think here, you know, sure. Bloodline, you can kind of put two and two together with Roman. Okay. You know, they're together, but kept the championship white, right. Kept their overall aesthetic the same, right. Mm -hmm. To your point, no real variation from what we're accustomed to seeing for me, that's comforting because it means I'm not too, too out of the fold. Right. 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 From when uh, the last time I watched and, you know, it kind of had a little bit of a, a Shawn Michaels vibe to it. Oh, not, OK. Yeah. Not so much of the fit and not okay. because of, you know, the overall uh, thing, but they had their logo and all these different areas on their pants. I mean, remember the heartbreak t- kid back in the day. He always had a little heartbreak hearts all over his pants. True, right? true. And so I'm looking at this. I'm like, OK, this is kind of a throwback to the early 90s fashion. Right. While kind of keeping in a little bit new school with that Uso flair. I think you add those two things together with the championship, right? You put the red in there because of the bloodline aspect. It worked for me enough, right? Did it blow me away? Right. Absolutely not. But what I when I sat there and looked at it, I was like, okay, cohesive tag team, check, right? Which we always expect from the USOs. Always. 
Two, from a storytelling element, I can kind of follow along what's happening here. Check. You know what I mean? And then three, you're kind of bringing back a little bit of that nostalgia, which if you think about what the last two days have been in WrestleMania, there's been a lot of drawbacks to that attitude era type of timeline. And this kind of fits that narrative a little bit, albeit a bit of a reach, I admit. So you add all those things together and you say, hey, I don't necessarily dislike what they're doing. It's Mm -hmm. not blowing me away. But as somebody that's coming back into it, you know, I'll give it a B minus, B plus. There's some things to be said for being easily recognizable. Yeah. On brand, 100% agree with you there. This is why you're here, pal. You have such great takes. I wouldn't have thought of it like that. To me, it just looked like a pair of joggers. They are joggers. They are absolutely joggers. (laughs) But like that, to me, that's just like, uh, uh, I mean, okay. (laughs) It's underwhelming to me personally. Yeah. I agree with you on the other side. Flare out on where you're like, whoa, that's so different. Right. Right. And, and I don't, and I will say to elaborate from earlier, that's not something I normally expect from them. I don't expect something wild and crazy or out of the box. I just expect a little bit different. That's all. Right. I mean, a little but, variation. Right. Which, that variation. Which if you think about it, what we had across the ring Ugh. in Nakamura and Boogs, Lord. which again, I had no idea. I still have no idea who Boogs is. Right. Like, I mean, I know who he is in the sense that uh, he's the guy that played guitar before he, before right. he cut his hair. Right. But uh, name change. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm so far behind on Boogs, but uh, very bold with our orange and yellow motif we had going with them. And they, in a lot of ways, just just put it out there, man. I mean, you talk mm-hmm. about, you know, maximum voltage taking this thing to 11. It wasn't a little orange, a little yellow, and it certainly wasn't. It was a whole thing. It was the guitar. It was the, it was the accessories. It yeah. was, you know, the uniforms, obviously. It was the entrance, right? Like everything screamed orange and yellow. And my question for you, Queen, is why couldn't tell you to me this looks like a traffic accident Woof. and i'm not trying to be rude that's just i see yellow caution tape and orange <laughs> caution tape and orange cones We've been very like when i drive on the that. highway every day that's what i see <laughs> so mm-hmm. like the second they came out like that i was like wait a whole minute now right. i'm gonna try to be positive here okay sure. cohesion i like I appreciate the attempt. Everything is coordinated. You can tell that they're a team. You can tell that their entrance is together. The guitar, as you mentioned, the accessories, everything goes together. I just don't like it. No. At all. (laughs) Um, I appreciate a bold pop of color, but this yellow trend that has been happening, we know how we feel about yellow. Okay. Yeah, it's been a miss for a while. It's a miss for a while. And it's been a miss in a lot of what we're going to see a little bit later that we're going to talk about. I think only one people, one set of people get it correct. And we'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. But th- I will say for Shinsuke, at least it's better than that full bodysuit thing. Yeah, but let me ask it's you. It's not this. great, but it's no. better. Well, so here's the thing. But is it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Two, I got two, two things. Yeah. Number one, we have a we have a zipped up jacket from the back, leather jacket from the back. Right. Does that ever work? No. No. <laughs> of course not. Of course not. 
So I mean, and, uh, with the the way he kind of flails when he comes out and his taunts and and his and his uh, unique, um, uh, I guess, in ring um, entrance move set, right? Because yeah. really more of a, that's really more of where my focus is. You get that flailing and how it kind of lays off his uh, from his elbows down to his wrist is super loose, and then you kind of get that with the back flaps because it, the zipper comes down a little bit. Like I understand kind of the flow of it. Yep. But does it ever work? And then how do you put it on? How do you take it off when nobody's around? You know, there's a lot of un- unanswered questions there. Uh, more importantly, though, okay. and again, I know somebody out there that watches this more regularly, right? I'm going to mm-hmm. stop saying that eventually. Um, <laughs> it has a has a reason for the lightning bolt, right? To be their signature uh, icon, right? For this tag team. Nothing about their entrance. Again, so take it back to my Usos comment. Right. About how me stepping back in for the first time as a casual and I can kind of pick up where I left off with with the Usos. Right. This is a brand new team to me. I have no idea who Boogs is. I don't even care. You know what I mean? Who Boogs mm-hmm. is in the sense of as long as he can wrestle well, I'll, I'll become a fan. You know what I mean? Right. What the hell is with the lightning bolts? I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. And I'm sure somebody out there is like, oh, well, they did this thing. Da, da, da. Great. Like, fill me in. Uh, hit me up on Twitter. Epic Plaza and Pup and tell me why I should know more than I do. But my goodness, I the big orange lightning bolt on the chest of Shinsuke's leather jacket, the way he had double lightning bolts on Boogs as he's jumping around with his guitar. I don't understand it, Queen. I didn't get it. I don't get it either. And the only thing I, I thought of in regards to that was, well, I should say two things I thought of. I was like Harry Potter. And mm. also I thought, is it supposed to represent the screech of the violin guitar? You know, because that's so iconic in Shinsuke's music. I'm like, are we just like electric rock? Is that where we're going? That's the only thing I can associate. And I have no idea if I'm right. Yeah, I'm sure I missed it, whatever it is. Um, So I'll I'll put that out there. But it it was a miss. Miss for me. It was a miss. And, you know, the match was okay. Yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah, no. And then Boogs got hurt. So I just kind of like chopped it up to like, okay, like I'm not going to hold. You know, when, a, when when somebody gets injured in a match like that, you know, I just kind of hold court and say, you know what? Everybody gets a pass. I agree. Everyone gets a pass. <sighs> this next match, buddy. I, <laughs> you know, I wrote a note and I sent it to you. Yes, you did. I did. And it's, of course, I'm, we're talking about Drew McIntyre versus uh, Happy Corbin. Yep. And if you've been following our journey, friends, <laughs> with hashtag wrestling fashion, you know how I feel about Baron Corbin and his choices of clothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. But what I said to JPQ was, at least it's not the vest. It's not the vest. I. Uh, this is something you'll find me wearing. Do you know how many, you know how many Panama Jack hats I own, Queen? I mean, as you should. Like four and three of them are kind of all the same. I love Panama Jack hats. I love floral Hawaiian shirts. I love white linen pants. It's a great look. I feel like Baron Corbin wore it for me. Yes, he did. He came to the ring and I was just like, oh my goodness, we're coming back. We're doing wrestling fashion. And I got uh, waiterless Corbin. And now I've got Panama Jack, you know, uh, wonderful Hawaiian vacation. Corbin and I'm just sitting here like this is fantastic he looks great have no clue who that dude is that's with him but you know for somebody that's uh jumping back into this winner 
big winner of the night for me. You know what I mean? Like this dude should be on, you know, some type of uh, some type of Hawaiian island, giving telling me that I got to try their mai tais, and I love mai tais, Queen. You know what I mean? I mean, so as you should. <laughs> get me in front of the uh, get me in front of the tiki bar. Let's have some drinks and let him tell me a story because Panama Jack Corbin, I'm 100 in one. Well, you know, here's the funny thing. <laughs> All I thought of was, let's give the man a coconut with an umbrella and a straw. <laughs> give him a cigar. Put him on one of those lounge chairs from the 80s that have that vinyl like strapped that looks like a window uh, shade. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Let him lay back with the beach with a burnt tan and tell me the after effects of this mania match, because of course he loses and he's no longer happy. Like that's the first thing that came to my brain. I was like, Oh, this is like money. You could set him up for so many promos with this outfit. My, my problem with the outfit is not actually the outfit. I actually agree. He looks great. Looks great. The shirt is great. The pants are just tight enough. Mm Mm-hmm. The shoes are all white, which I, I love an all white shoe with an all white pant. I, I know some people are like, Meh, monochromatic colors. No, 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 no. It's the white hat, the white pants, the white shoes, and the, the shirt is where your color is. Oh, the shirt I love is that. The show. It's the clean. Shirt is the show. Yes, I love that. Um, yeah. My problem is I don't understand why he's wearing it to wrestle. Like I'm trying to figure that out, which is my same problem with the vest. When he was no longer in the authority, working for the authority or any part of any authority figure, he was still wrestling in that goddamn vest. And I still, I can't figure it out. Like, I know he's happy and like, that's my happy place too, but it just, this is like what he would wear for a promo in the ring for me. Mm. That's the street clothes. Right. You know, like what's the translation into the wrestling gear? Sure. Like they look like they're going out for some, some drinks at the Tiki bar. Like you mentioned, great. I'm into that, but you're going to go fight Drew McIntyre. Like it just doesn't feel or look, I think the way that it should. Now I totally get, it's supposed to be a comedy character. And like, I'm in, I'm in for that. I understand. And mad cat Moss, which I don't know who that is either. Um, I, I, I don't understand the, I'm trying to think of what this look reminds me of the long shorts with the suspenders. There's something in my brain, I just can't connect it. Uh, he's whatever, but I... he kind of plays that Cabana boy kind of kind of role a little bit. Not not yeah. a, a true Cabana boy, but it's kind of like I think the aesthetic works with what they're going for is really more what I'm trying to say. Yeah, uh, I. But how apropos is it? Like we're sitting here talking about uh, Baron Corbin, and I want to go on vacation with the guy, and you hope he retires. <laughs> <laughs> Same outfit for both, but nevertheless. Same outfit for both, but uh, nevertheless. Put this guy on a beach somewhere. Never want to hear from him again. Signed off, Queen. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm into it. Just like go live your life happily somewhere else. (laughs) I can't. But on the other side, Drew, which I didn't even put in my notes because it's nothing. It's Drew. It's just Drew being Drew and nothing is special about it. The only thing that was cool is that the sword was sharp enough to cut some ropes. So like that's dangerous and a setup, but like it looked real. It looked yeah, it looked it looked that, decent. I thought for a for a gimmick where I'm going to use the sword to cut the ropes and make it look intimidating. I thought it looked good. Yeah, yeah. I thought. I mean, yeah. I mean, complete look. Um, although less is more with him in a yeah. lot of ways. Well, sure, I agree. Which I mean, 
obviously why, right? right. And I, I like the the muted plaid that yeah. they had in the front. Very muted, which well, is just enough fine. without telling you too much. Um, that whether that's a slate gray or a brown, I couldn't really tell. Uh, boring, you know. It but was. it it's kind of the you know again it kind of fits who he is, you know, yeah. and, and the character he's kind of been playing, or so I'm told. And then the, you know, I think the, his entire thing is that sword, right? So uh, yeah. for him to make that accessory the you know the big you know send off at the end of that match with cutting through the ropes and everything that he did, yeah, okay, you know what I mean? It worked for me, but he's a less is more guy. He did less; it worked for him. But it's again to what to kind of the overarching theme of this, uh, the beginning of this show. Nothing that stood out that would make you go wow. Yeah, no. And I mean, at least he uses the sword very well. And I will say this about Baron Corbin. I just, I liked how he was in NXT. I thought that whole aesthetic really fit him super well. But I will say, even though I like to make fun of him a lot, he makes the deep six look real good. Yeah. And it was first time anybody kicked out of it, right? Yeah. That's the thing of knowing this match. That's a huge deal. deal. I was like the only, like, not that that was the only takeaway, but I felt that that was like, I like when streaks end and I don't think it's easy to kill a streak regardless of what kind of streak we're killing. That's a big Um, one to kill because no one ever has. Right. And so you're at WrestleMania. It's a nod to drew knowing that he's in a singles match on night one against Baron Corbin. Um, So if you're going to give drew anything, you're giving him a a streak beater. Okay. Not maybe what I would do with drew uh, given the talent and the profile, but uh something right and that's me looking at uh you know the glass half full the way i do yeah and the way you do it's just so nice speaking of um speaking of nice yeah let's talk about mysterios versus logan paul in the Miz. Mm-hmm. i have several thoughts but i I'd love for you to go first, which with whichever duo you want to start with in this match. Um, I kind of like all four. Okay. Here's what I like. Yep. Jackets. Oh, I love jackets, right? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you know that that my primary promotion right now is stardom hashtag watch stardom (laughs) and I'm big on the robes, right? You and I watch new Japan. We talk Okada. We talk Tanahashi constantly with their robes. Mm-hmm. We don't have robes here. Well, you can make the case for for Miz and, and Logan, I guess, to an extent. Kind of. But you had you had four people that that had continuity over two tag teams, and 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 showed why that a cohesiveness in mm-hmm. in their outfits. Um, and in a way, they both kind of told their own story, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Dominic and, and Ray with the um, uh, American throwback, Mexican throwback. Um, obviously, they're um, Mexican Americans, but they're you know where they were born. Right, Dominic was born in the states. Uh, Ray was born in Mexico. Right, and so they're kind of telling that story through their lineage, through their attire. Love that. On the opposite side, you've got Miz and Logan Paul with I guess those aren't robes. I guess they did. well. I, Miz's is the closest. Miz's is closer right. to a robe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, playing off. That Pikachu illustrious um, uh, 
uh, necklace, I guess, right? Player player card, whatever it is, most yeah. expensive card, most expensive uh, Pokemon, Pokemon card. card. Mm-hmm. And then they build their whole outfit around it on both mm-hmm. sides. Fantastic. Again, I I'm know. not looking for much. I'm just looking for something, you know what I mean, to bring these two together. I don't know. Has Logan Paul been on on uh, on WWE TV for about two months now? Maybe. Maybe has, maybe hasn't. My goodness, these two came out and it looked like they should have been together and they've been together for a while. And then it's all tied around the most expensive thing on all four of their bodies is on Logan Paul's neck. And it just, it just resonated with me. I was like, okay, this works. Uh, I'm a big fan of this. And the black and white, the Pikachu kind of inspiration behind it worked in their favors. You know, as far as wrestling fashion goes, tag team cohesiveness goes i think everybody wins here i i do as well jackets are also my favorite i love a good jacket it can really tie together an entire outfit and it just means a more as the key word here is cohesive it's a more cohesive wrestling fashion piece right i love that i appreciate people in this business who take the time to think about what goes on their body head yeah. to toe as it tells so many different stories um, and they can, or they could choose to just tell one or they can choose to tell multiple. They can add layers to their character. It's important. Um, and I really liked, I, I will say I liked the fringe more on Ray than I did on Dominic, but that's because I think Dominic's is, it's two pieces, but it looks like one piece mm-hmm. like because of the belt thing. But yep, I think I don't like where it was on his body. Okay. It felt more like skirt like where Ray's was very much on the sides. Yeah. The fringe kind of sat a little. It sat a little fun in him. Also, he's low. just so tall. <laughs> it's just like yeah. there's so much of this boy. Um, but I really like the aesthetic. I love the flags. I love the representation. Uh, I thought that was great. Um, but for the men, it was Ms. and Logan Paul all day for me that ran away with the wrestling fashion. The men really disappointed me this year, except for this one. Yeah. I don't like yellow. It's been very uh, misused over the past couple of years. It's not the right hue. It's not the right combination. It's a racing stripe, but why? It's very confusing, or it's off put with a different color that it just doesn't belong with. This was not that. Um, I definitely got the Pikachu vibes, obviously, from the car, but to me, this is like Bumblebee, Transformers, mm. very fashion forward, Balmain type feeling. The jacket on Logan Paul was exactly how those leather type jackets should be, in my opinion, even to the detail of that corset like closure on the arm piece all the way down to almost his wrist. Sure. The popped collar, the way it sat, the straps that just really hit for me. And he, of course, had the pants. The Miz has his normal regular trunks with that massively big coat robe jacket. Um, and his normal, you know, Mr. Miyagi headpiece type <laughs> vibe. I always think Karate Kid when I see him doing that. Um, at, they looked so good together as if they've been tagging for years. Yeah. It was weird, <laughs> like yeah. jarring because I don't like Logan Paul, the person. Nah. But his character with Miz, 
I was kind of surprised at how well they worked together. However, his character heel came out. He knew how to work a camera. It was bizarre to see that happen from someone that you don't associate with wrestling. Like, yes, I know he was a wrestler in his, you know, high school and I, you know, years. Yeah. Amateur wrestling. Not like, right. It's not like pro wrestling. It's, you know, wrestling that you would perform when you're in the sport in high school. Um, And he was a boxer, of course, but this was like, I was shocked. I thought he did a really good job. Yeah, I actually think I, I think this is probably one of the best. Uh, I, I think it started with Bad Bunny last year. Yeah, this was a great show for the celebrities that came on. A really, really strong performance from everybody. I like to say that people take things seriously. And what I mean by that is they showed up to work and earned their check. Yeah, right. Like they're not just here to pick up and, and do whatever. It's not Pete Rose getting, you know, choke slammed by Kane three years in a row. It's <laughs> right. it's yeah, they came in and they're, they promoted it right. They did. They, they built a story and then we had a payoff. Um, quick note as we move on through this, because I think, yes, I think uh, Logan Paul, whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I got YouTube literally, literally six months before I started doing podcasts. Like I am yeah. so I was so removed from anything uh, social media based outside sure. of Twitter prior to, to starting content <clears throat> that I had no idea who that guy was. Right. Right. Um, still really don't. Um, from what I've learned, not a huge fan of the guy, but no. he's not for me. Right. I've I'm older than what his when he was coming up. He has a whole different, completely different world that he's lived in with a different generation. So it is what it is. Um, quick note about the the outfits for them that I really, really enjoyed. Yes. Primary color on the entrance gear, black with yellow accent. Right. In the ring, take the jackets off. Yellow is your primary with black accent. Mm. And just that type, that little variation goes a long way uh, for my eyeballs. So, again, thought it was not just a cohesive look person to person, but I think from start to finish, ring gear plus entrance gear plus tag team cohesiveness, you know, they knocked it out of the park this time. Yeah, they really did. And, and, you know, you and I talk a lot about tag team cohesion and how important it is. Yeah. And there's other matches and other people that show up, especially on night two, that I'm like, what, why are we here? Yeah. What are you doing? You don't even look like you're supposed to be together. RK and bro. It, yeah. And they're like thrown together them and, and Seamus and um, Pete Dunn. I'm, I'm, I don't, his name's Butch, but that's not happening. Pete Dunn. Um, <laughs> and the other guy who, I don't know. I just know that he hurt Biggie. That's all I know. His name, I, I have to look it up when we do it, but um, Holland, last name, I don't remember the first yeah, name. Uh, Ridge. Ridge Holland, there Ridge you go. Um, I hate no tag team cohesion. You didn't think that the, you didn't think the Fight Club had cohesion? You know, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. The hats, yes. The rest, what? Duh, we'll get there. I'm jumping ahead. Club kind of job. Yeah, we'll get there. Ugh, I don't like it. Anyway, on to... But possibly was my favorite wrestling fashion moment of the weekend. Peaked early. Peaked early. Real early. And I still had Charlotte and Sasha to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I still think this is my number one. Man, Becky Lynch cut that hair. She came out of that Cadillac, that white Cadillac 
in this all black Lady Gaga meets Madonna meets Haley from Paramore. We put it together. I was done. I was done. The glasses. Oh, they were so futuristic. I loved the shape. It was almost like a goggle, but not quite that far. It reminded me so much of Gaga in um, Telephone. She has those, got that music video. She has that type of, of um, uh, sunglasses on. The black. Oh, what a choice. I, I like stare at it. I'm staring at it now because I cannot get over it. The pointed shoulders. The pleather. The zippers. The fishnets. The uh, Scarlet Witch boots made their return but in black this time embellished we had a skirt that came out from the hip and back she had a train she had a sheer train oh, coming off of her come on full black sheer train this bitch looked like a million dollars i cannot <laughs> i i like i was staring at this going i need to rewind that i need to see that again the way she came out of that car. And now a lot of this has to do with attitude. Whenever you wear some clothes, you have to be very confident in what you're wearing to put across that entire demeanor. But the red lip, it's that dark red too. It's the right color red mm-hmm. with that hair. Uh, this, this hit on every single part, head to toe, perfect wrestling fashion moment. Yeah. Yeah, I think this was definitely in the top marks right now i don't think that there's a i don't think that that's a doubt right and and most people that that look at you know this aspect of professional wrestling um superstar right (sighs) queen of drip big becky bold bullshit i don't know i don't know what her name is but it's uh (laughs) big time big time becky showed up right and again alluded to the character Right, alluded mm. to a champion, showed us, you know, that she's the queen of drip. If 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 Rollins is the uh, the king of drip, right? Mm. And she kind of played into that a little bit. Um, really enjoyed. I've never seen this type of Becky before. Yeah, right. I've never seen the, you know, the flat iron down hair. Right. I haven't seen um, the muted red lipstick. Um, definitely seen those boots before. Yep. Definitely saw them in red. To your point. Um, love the silhouette, love the way the shoulders shaped out on the, um, on that vest zip up and love the train train was the biggest, it was the win for me oh, right? huge win. train coming off uh, the back end, just, just gave a little bit of elegance to what we were watching. Right. It just felt like here's this badass, here's this, you know, uh, monster superstar, but there's a feminine quality to it too. Right. Like we're not going to lose who we are by being a professional wrestler at WrestleMania. Right. We're going to bring uh, a little softness into the fray way with that train and do it in a kind of a sexy way with the sheer aspect to it. So Mm -hmm. there was a lot of wins here. Um, Glasses were on point. Attitude was there. Clearly, we knew we were going to get that. And it's just amazing to think about what she was, especially. And this is the fun part about going back to NXT and remembering her as more of that um you know steampunk becky lynch and this is even prior to like the irish last yeah uh, irish uh, becky last with kicker, the flag, yeah. yeah right whatever she was 
And then you see where she is now. And you look at that type of transformation over the last 10 years and you go, holy shit. You know what I mean? Like these horse women really just know how to, you know, match expectations and then exceed them uh, in every aspect of what they do. This being probably, you know, one of the, uh, the apex looks that I've seen out of any of those four top marks for Becky top marks. And to your point, thinking back to her in NXT days, that's the first thing Mr. Q said when she got out of that car. He goes, holy shit. Remember when she was steampunk <laughs> Becky? I'm like, Q, I do. He gets it. He knows. He understands. It, it's just a moment. And I'm, I'm looking at this other picture of her on Twitter. She's holding the belt on the rope mm. and she's got the one leg up. She, it's, it's majestic. As far as fashion goes, I don't know how it gets better. I actually thought the under actual gear when she took everything off was great. Um, I, the makeup is controversial. I've seen a lot of thoughts about that. Sure. The heavy, heavy red underneath. I don't hate it because of the stark black charcoal eyeliner that went all the way around and the larger lashes. It gave some dimension. It just clashed a lot with her hair because of the tone of the red eyeshadow. And I, I don't, I don't know if you know, you, you probably do, but other people don't. Red eyeshadow is actually extremely hard to make. It can be very chalky um, and it does not blend very well. You have to have the right formula and only very specific eyeshadow palettes. Uh, shout out to April. If you're listening, you could speak to this. Mm-hmm. She's my makeup girl. Um, it's it, it could be real wrong real fast with red. I don't hate it. I don't love it, but I get why. Right. That's Fall what I'll say about the, the makeup. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, it was a bold choice. Bold, um, yeah. You know, I don't know if I would classify it as a miss. Right. You know, but uh, definitely not the part that you remember about that, that look, right? right. It's more on, um, it's more on the profile coming out. I mean, again, and it, the way she came out of that, I guess, was that a stretch limo? If I remember correctly, I believe um, it was a Cadillac Escalade. Was it, okay. Was a Cadillac Escalade? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the moment, no, right? Yeah everything became secondary to that i mean the thing is that if you're not dealing with ronda level eyeshadow typically i'm gonna give you a pass so um but yeah i could see where there's been some critique about that for sure Mm -hmm. but and arguably one of the most fun recent mania entrances bianca belair comes out with the marching band Mm -hmm. oh you love to see it and she comes out and it's giving drum major it's giving leader of the pack the bow oh i loved the bow texas uh, shout out to texas southern university that's right they killed it they killed it killed it yeah they were great she looked great the black pants the faux garter belt type vibe up a little bit uh, yeah with the red with the red from Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. knee all the way up it gives you that illusion because there was cutouts yeah sure like under the short part um the lips, of course, as the top cutout of her gear when she took off the jacket. Again, love a jacket. Loved that she had the elbow or I guess bicep, but right above the elbow bicep um, sleeves. Yes. 
Loved that. The hair was great. The placement of the EST and the adornments. I, I mean, Bianca rarely misses for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just, and she's so talented. You know, she makes a lot of her own stuff. Uh, how do you, how do you hate that? Right. Yeah. I'm with you there. I, uh, I really enjoyed her look overall for a couple of reasons. Mm-hmm. Number one, I, I like gimmick. I like shtick. Mm-hmm. So her whole thing is the, the ruby red uh, lips, yeah. right? And she wore that as a top. And I think for the evolution of her uh, WrestleMania uh, appearances up to this point, I think that was a nice, uh, I kind of bold, right? It's a statement piece, the statement top, right? To be red lips, mm-hmm. um, you know, but again, that's, that's her logo. You know, yeah. and so I thought that that worked really, really well. Uh, love the arm sleeves. Big fan of the arm sleeves. Yeah. Um, love the sheer quality to them, too, and the netting aspect. Most importantly, um, I, I, I enjoyed the uh, complete look with with the, the dyed red hair yeah. uh, in the front and the bangs, but then tied through the ponytail. Right. Like I, she does such a good job with such an absurd ponytail. Right. That, <laughs> it absurd. that it she it's never forgotten about. Right. Because you could easily just not have done anything mm-hmm. and people would just have accepted it. But it, it would have, you know, it wouldn't there that, that um, you know, that uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Emphasis. Yeah. yeah emphasis. We could work with emphasis. It's that uh, I don't want to use cohesion because we use it all the time. But it's the complete look aspect, right? Like that it's tying in would have missed, right? Yeah, tying it. Perfect. Thank you. Um, it, it tied the help that had helped tie the look together. Yeah. And really where this kind of set off for me, because I wouldn't have put it at it's not at the top, but yeah. I don't know if I put it above average. But then when she wins the title and now she's holding a white title with with the red raw background and the championship with that red aesthetic working through her costume. I was like, OK, I was like, you know what? This looks really, really well done, right? This looks complete. That title looks like it was meant for Bianca at the end of that match. That worked really, really well. So again, just a little bit of eye candy with regards to, you know, the red and the red, the red, the black, the black, the black, you know what I mean? On, on Bianca, then you've got the title ahead, you know, uh, you know, above her and it's kind of standing out and you kind of look at that silhouette as they're going into whatever promo was next. I was like, this makes a lot of sense, right? And this is like one of those WrestleMania moments where you sit there. And again, I look at Bianca and I go, she's got Bailey next year. Oh, yeah. She gets Charlotte That's the year tweet. after that. And then, you know, not that she's going to retire, but then she goes down in the, the annals of history at WrestleMania of taking down the four horsewomen because she is the best, right? Um, I really hope they tell that story. So I think that's an interesting one to tell. So Yeah, and I would love that. Mm-hmm. She's yeah, got two nice. down, two to go. Two to go with again, two titles being won. So yeah. you know, there's uh there's some room to go here. So, you know, again, I wasn't there for Becky coming back and her losing the title and the build over the last X amount of months to get back to this, the reclaiming her throne, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. However, as somebody that punched in for the night, I saw exactly what I wanted to see. The pompous, arrogant, you know, big time Becks get her comeuppance to bianca off some bs and again nice little start thought it was going to you know they, they teased that it could go a certain way like it did at SummerSlam. they pulled out of it then the match began and it was just like okay you know what this is a really really good match for what third or fourth on the card night one of wrestlemania really happy with it happy with the positioning 
thought they showed up and they did their jobs, you know, um, no, bar- it wasn't a barn burner. Right. But above average for sure. Yeah. For me, it was one of my favorite matches of mania, if not my favorite. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I just, I really liked the story. I think that's the story they told in the ring with the almost repeating rumble at the beginning, taking it in 26 seconds again. I like that call. I like a good callback in a match where you, where, you know, it means something to what's happening here. Mm-hmm. And for me, Becky got more and more unhinged as it went along. And I just feel like it was great. I, I, I wouldn't call it like, you know, the most technically beautiful match I've ever seen in my life, but, no, but it's probably the best women's match ever the two nights. I, I think so. It was the best you know women's I mean? match. And, and, and it was what, better than most of the men. Let's be honest. Uh, see, that's my point. <laughs> I think it's pretty much my favorite match of WrestleMania weekend. Right. Um, for that reason, I thought it was well paced. It felt good. Had, had a great start. I mean, I think the entrances set the tone, and they and they delivered in that respect. And they, so for and me, it certainly did. And it, it, and I don't want to. I don't want to sound like a like a pretentious douche. It, <laughs> it was a fantastic match, right? And it, yeah. it certainly is top tier of the of the two nights, right? Mm-hmm. Is it as good as Sasha versus Bianca? Take the WrestleMania, um, um, you know, the uh, mo- the main event moment out of it, uh, and the importance of what that match meant to so many people take that aspect of it and just look at it from a wrestling aspect. Was it as good as Sasha versus Bianca the year before? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Was it a bad match? No, not by any stretch. It was a very good match. It's just, you look at it and you go, definitely the best women's match. Yeah. Definitely one of the best matches overall. But I think I have Sasha versus Bianca rated a little higher. And I think as the story continues, that one was going to be hard to beat. Even, I think so too. It's even with hard. Charlotte and Bailey, especially even Charlotte. when you take, even when you take the importance of, even when you put, I mean, you put the uh, importance of the of what that WrestleMania main event meant last mm-hmm. year back into the fray. Without a doubt, it smokes pretty much everything. But yeah. if you take it out, you just look at it from like, okay, this this is a wrestling match, right? Yeah. <laughs> Those two ladies last year went out there and crushed it. You know, what I mean? they just straight up crushed it. Killed it. And, and again, they they did their jobs and they did a wonderful job this time around too. But. You know, slightly. I'm going to give it to Sasha and Bianca. Yeah, as you should. Agreed. <laughs> Concurred. Um, all right, buddy. Listen, I, I got to ask this because ever since this moment happened, I've been dying to talk to you. Yeah. <sighs> to preface this, as you mentioned earlier, Seth is the king of drip. There's is, that, been... is that the appropriate nickname? I, I know. Okay. I hate it. Uh, is he the drip king? Uh, uh, no, in my opinion. But he has had some good suits. They have been interesting. Some of them are beyond. But, <laughs> but this, I, um, I don't know what I'm looking at. What am I looking at? When I see um, Seth Rollins enter at WrestleMania, what is this? Is this black Hardy Boy Hot Topic esque chainmail? What's happening? Yeah, it's actually not a bad way of looking at it. Um, the chainmail <laughs> comments actually that, that kind of threw me off for a minute. Oh, that sorry, pal. But that uh, look... that's all I see when I look at it. Right. But also, 
there's this V that has blue trim. Mm-hmm. Why? What is the cutouts on the pants that are of the same type material as the shirt, but more sheer? I'm very confused. Can, um, if I'm being a little honest, I was actually a little disappointed. Um, yeah, same. I kind of expected more. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with the look. Oh, I'm not. Oh, okay. But I expected a little bit more. Like, I wanted pattern on the sheer. Right. Like I know it's got oh, kind okay. of that, like it's almost got that little grid focus on it with uh, mm-hmm. whether they're bedazzled mm-hmm. uh, jewels or whatever. But I was looking for more of like a floral print. Right. Or like a chiffon or something. Give me something. You know what I mean? Uh, of some type of texture on top of the sheer. If you're going to wear sheer. Doesn't have to be big and bold. Right. It doesn't have to be like these big uh you know whatever leaves or uh floral prints or whatever just it can make them smaller and just make a lot of them but give me a little bit more pattern than what you gave me i thought where he lost it for me in the ch- in the in the top specifically is that it felt like a grid right mm. my eyes got drawn to the jewels when my eyes should be drawn to the fact that this this man is wearing the grown-ass man's wearing sheer right on the grandest stage of them all right he's wearing blue fur for goodness sakes yeah, but, sparkly blue fur. But I'm too focused on trying to figure out the pattern in the middle because it's it's running parallel, it's running horizontal, and I'm seeing a, a box shape. I think that's where it kind of lost it for me. I love the confidence, right? I don't understand drip, but I respect it, right? <laughs> um, I think a little goes a long way. And yeah. Taking this thing to 11, and, and so I understand it. But even if, like, here's where I think we had a missed out. If you look at the back of his entrance jacket, that blue with the pattern on the back, if that pattern could have been recreated on the sheer. So when he took it off, because I'm a big patterns guy, right? I love yeah. pattern suits. I love people that have the confidence of pulling that off. I love uh, that aqua blue color and I love it with black, right? I think it really pops. So there's a lot of wins in this look overall, but I just felt like when he took that jacket off, and that pattern on the back of the jacket didn't meet the pattern on on the sheer. I looked at that as a missed opportunity, right? Because I thought huge. This is how the king of drip should look, or whatever that he calls himself. And I just thought it was a little. I just it was expecting a little bit something different, but I didn't hate this by any stretch of the imagination. Oh. Actually, I thought it was a little bit more reserved than what I thought we were going to get from him. I mean, look at Monday Night Raw when he wore like a pink suit. Yeah, but like that was pink, leaps and bounds better than this. Well, it depends on if you like sheer or not, right? Like, I'm not a, I'm not against sheer. I'm not, I'm not I'm, against I'm, sheer I'm either. Fan. I'm against the 17 different patterns that are hitting me. There in are the face. so many patterns. It's true. And the textures, pants patterns are it's different. too much. The texture is different in the pants. It's true. There's a lot going on. You need it. Listen, there's a way to go crazy. A little too much, you think? Well, yeah. I mean, just take the robe off. That alone is a lot of texture and shine and layers that's a lot so why isn't the coat just plain same color blue fur and a pattern that matches on the rest of the robe it's too many things happening it's like let me throw the entire kitchen sink at this outfit and let's see what happens it almost looks like blue plaid even though it's not Mm. That's what's throwing me off. The like, tie we... downs on the uh, around the chest with the blue collar too doesn't yeah, really I work. Yeah, I hate that. I yeah. hate it. I really hate it. 
this made me like it made me like baron corbin <laughs> like, bring back the hawaiian shirt like i'm into that more than i'm into this i don't mm-hmm. understand it and and what story is this telling me i don't see any drip guy here i saw that in his suit on the raw after mania i really liked that suit that fit what is this what does this tell me about seth rollins other than he's a nutcase right <laughs> he's a nutcase well that's what it looks like to me that manic laugh is nutcase laugh i don't know hated that and you know what i hated even more cody being cody fucking cody being fucking cody <laughs> and coming out in his same fucking goddamn gear i just saw him in two months ago this same thing the man's been unemployed he expected to go out and get new he was not unemployed. He was on his goddamn TBS T or whatever TV show. For a man as full as himself as Cody Rhodes is, you're telling me he can come with another gear? He's got a baby. You know, Listen. A lot of diapers. I understand. A lot going on. It's happening in my life right now. I understand. Not everybody's got WrestleMania money. Well, right? he does now, doesn't he? Well, he will. Yeah. 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 Once he once he gets over that down that downside guarantee, that dude is that dude's on off the races at that point. Who would have thought? Cody Rhodes coming back. <laughs> Never would have called that on my 2022 bingo card. I love it. I love that he's back. Good for him. I mean, listen, follow your bliss. Do you salt, 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 salt. Um dude, it's... here's no, here's the thing. Okay. Everything about this was AEW Cody coming in as WWE Cody. The logo, the song, the smoke, the rising from the stage, the gear, the weight belt, kissing the belt and throwing it into the crowd, kissing the mat when he's done with his match. That is exactly what we've seen from him where he just was. I don't know, is that intentional? Oh, yeah. And if so, what does that mean? It means Cody Rhodes is above brands. My opinion. He's above brands, uh, right? Cody Rhodes is a brand. American mm-hmm. Nightmare is his own brand. That's why you right. get a neck tattoo yeah, with no a half shit. skeleton of your face. Yeah. Right. Yep. Like with wings coming out of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's no different than. You know, I, I know we, we like to draw parallels and then people get all outraged because how dare you? Like if we were talking about somebody's legacy. Uh, relax. It's it's like Hogan going to WCW before he went in WL. Sure. Right. And he was the red and, and the red and yellow. And yes, it's not a direct parallel because Cody was never as big as Hogan, although fuck Hogan. Yeah, fuck um, him. All yeah, way. right. So who gives a shit? No. But it's one of those things where that dude's brand transcends the wrestler. And yep. when you make it to that point. It doesn't matter who you wrestle for. You're mm-hmm. going to be Cody Rhodes, American Nightmare, no matter where you go. And he's accomplished that. Now, whether sure. that was his goal when he left WWE, and now he's coming back and kind of plant, leaning into that a little bit, and people mm-hmm. are calling him traitors and all this other crap that just you know internet because people's emotions are way too uh, way too invested in in in, in this in this stuff. Very sometimes. much so. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, is that this dude left WWE. Mm-hmm. was able to create enough traction on the independent scene 
mm-hmm. to garner the interest of a backer, mm-hmm. right? With the help of Kenny Omega and, and the Young Bucks mm-hmm. to put on a show to ultimately show that they could run a show to some degree. And once that got up and running, Cody Rhodes, the wrestler, the businessman, mm-hmm. decided that I'm going to go take my brand Right. Which he shot. This is the same fucker that we saw over in New Japan Pro Wrestling. 100%. Right. Except without the dyed hair. Yep. There's the same guy we saw in Ring of Honor. This is the same guy that we saw on the independent scene. And this is the same guy we saw in AEW. And now he gets to come back, not as some shit jobber, Mm -hmm. not as some dashing douchebag, Mm -hmm. but he Mm -hmm. gets to come back as Cody Rhodes, American Nightmare. And, and be the guy that he said he was when he left WWE X amount of years ago. And whether you like that narrative, or you don't like that narrative, it does not matter because yeah. the American Nightmare is a brand now. And it's a brand that will produce money for WWE. So as long as money is coming in on Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes will continue to be the American Nightmare. If that settles down, then he'll go back to being Schmuck McSchmuckerson in the mid card 18 months from now. And you know what? So be it. Because yeah. who cares? Right? No, this whole true. thing with Cody and 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 okay, so, so let me let me bring that back. Um, so when he showed up the way he did with his song, with his logo, with his entrance, right? With his look not being disturbed. Since mm-hmm. the last time we saw him on professional wrestling television, mm-hmm. I looked at my screen and I said, hell fucking yes. Excuse my language. Mm-hmm. I was so excited for, for this Cody because this is what Cody wanted, right? Cody wants to be known as one of the goats, right? Is he? No. Mm-mm. I don't know if it ever will be, no. but he wants to be known as, as one of the goats. He wants to be known as part of one of the first wrestling families. He wants the legacy of the Rhodes name to be, you know, as, as important, right, as the McMahons, right? And that's, he wants the legacy of his family to outlive him. Well, and you says it in his entrance music. Very much so. Yeah. And so you don't do that, right, by changing your character. Now, you could say, well, you don't do that by going back to WWE. Fine. But if you go back to WWE, you don't go back being a WWE character. You go back Mm -hmm. being Cody Rhodes, and then they treat you as Cody Rhodes. Mm -hmm. And at least for this WrestleMania moment, that seemed to happen. It also seemed to happen on the night after Raw, too, although I didn't watch it. I did did like the way that he opened it with, uh, what do you want to talk about? I love that type of continuity with a character over promotions. Yeah, he's done it everywhere. Yes, I find that to be, um, you know, super, super exciting as a fan to see now can this guy get this character over in the place that didn't want him to do it the first time around can he be a main eventer at wrestlemania or can he be a main eventer uh at wwe i don't know but i'm more interested in figuring it out now than i ever was with him in aew because i didn't Mm. want him to be champion in aew i do want him to be champion in wwe not that i'm going to watch either way Mm. but if he could do it then this seven-year plan that he supposedly had Right. Regardless of it being a very clever storytell or mm-hmm. the actual truth is irrelevant to me because it's professional storytelling. And as long as the story is good, we will spend our money to watch it. Sure. And I think that's a great point. I just think for me, it's been like, you know, I'm very much, you know, do you whatever it is you want to do, do it. You get one life. 
never speak in absolutes unless you're really sure. And that's it. Because that's pro wrestling. <laughs> yeah. No, but I think in ge- just like as a life rule, don't do it to yourself. Give yourself the option of, you know, maybe this isn't meant for me now, but I can potentially revisit it later. Oh, you're saying never say never. Never I say you, never. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, with because you. when you say things like I'll never talk to so-and-so again, I'll never go back to this job. Some things we should permanently leave in the past. There are some things that maybe aren't meant for you in the moment, but could be meant for you later. As evidenced by this. If this is what really is going on, great. And if, as you said, if not, also great, as long as the story's good. Yeah. I just think for me, it's a little bit of my own BS because I want to root for the guy that left WWE, went to New Japan, went to Ring of Honor, teamed with the Bucks and and, um, Kenny and created AEW. I want to root for that guy because I really like what came out of it. Did you ever though? Like, I guess at the beginning of AEW and the honeymoon period and and all that. Oh, I never liked Cody for the last year. That, well, not for the last year. Let's take it back. So, so, and again, and, and, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to, um, I don't want this to be directional, right? That's all right. But I can remember a time when you and I were watching King of Pro Wrestling. Yeah. And there was a triple threat match between Abushi, Omega, and, 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 and Cody Rhodes, mm-hmm. right? And, and I believe, and if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. We hate, we watched it live. We did. We hated Cody in that match. After mm-hmm. the match, and they're doing the whole you and me and him, and hey, we should make this a thing, and the whole mm-hmm. Cody shtick that he does. I was pro Bucks. I was pro Omega. I yeah. was pro Abushi. Fuck Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Right? When he was the Ring of Honor champion, he played a heel. And it's the way he should be. Fuck Cody Rhodes. Right now, mm-hmm. man, I like this match, but that's the point, right? Is the character. It was always, no, boo, this guy. Once AEW started and you kind of saw behind the curtain a little bit and they're gaining all this traction and then he's kind of throwing a shot to WWE, which I get, I get that fans get offended. I always kind of laughed at it. I was like, this is great. <laughs> this I know, is theater. Funny. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, you know, crack a beer, crack a smile type of thing. It's you look at that and you go, okay. Like, so, so there was a little bit of a honeymoon through that period. Sure. Because we got something new and it's exciting and he's kind of mm-hmm. helped forefronting it. And he played the executive role pretty decently. And now you look at it, right? And you say, well, that makes, now I got, now, now I have, so now him returning back to, to WWE, I now have AEW. I have an independent scene that's coming, that's coming up, right? Kind of like yeah. the, the, I don't want to call them a junior squad, but you know, they, they got pulled up. They got picked apart by WWE and AEW um, over the pandemic. So we're kind of seeing a rebirth in a lot of ways of, of the independent scene. Mm-hmm. We have Cody back in WWE. You know what I mean? So I kind of get my cake and I got to eat it too. Cody doesn't need to be part of what, what I watch anymore, you know, but if I do want to watch him, I know I'm going to get the Cody that, I, that I've noticed for the last two years. And, and that's, a, that's a compromise. Sure. Right? That's, that's a decent compromise for me yeah. um, because they didn't change everything about the guy. You know what I mean? And I thought that was right. a really, really good decision. So from a fashion aspect, eh, you know, there yeah, is much crap. more better you know, things he could have done. I'm not a huge rivet fan on the jackets. Again, I've always looked at this look specifically as being more of a, 
a knockoff of Juice Robinson's American Patriotic theme, and you know where I fall on that. Mm. Uh, well, look overall, at that. Two B-plus players. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but for Cody, the, the, the wrestler, for Cody, the, the storyteller, sure. Like, I, I'll jump on this ride. Why not? Wow. Certainly a lot to talk about with that, but I can tell you what else disgusts me, and that's Ronda Rousey's makeup, which hasn't fucking gotten any better. <laughs> it is. She looked mad when she came out. I was like, oh, no, that's her makeup. I'm like, oh, wait, no, those are eyebrows. I'm like, wait, what's happening? Why is she so mad? It's WrestleMania. And she's uh, smiling. Yes. Uh, I, I don't I don't know what's happening. It's bare minimum bullshit. Yes. Tired of it. It's it hasn't gotten any better. It's the same jacket. It's the same top. It's the same uh, Roddy Piper skirt. It's the the baddest woman on the planet. Um, Piper, but black and white graphic. It's just it's it's a schnoozer, right? Snoozer. There's nothing about that look that I like. I appreciate that the eyeshadow wasn't as super prominent. bold, this, yeah. as prominent. But I mean, they toned that down, which is good. But again, when she came walking to the ring, I was like, "Wait, is she mad? Wait, what's up with her eyebrows? Wait, oh wait, that's makeup. Shit." That shouldn't be what I'm thinking when you're walking to the ring. Although I'm not a big Ronda Ronda fan as it is, so whatever. I'm not either. I don't like her as a person or as a wrestler. Um, I want to, I want to be able to enjoy her on the screen, but all I think of is we're going to be pulling on the shorts again, and I don't understand why we're doing this with the makeup. There's a way to do a nice smoky bold eye without that, right? And you could find a basic tutorial on YouTube. Like I just don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, what I do get, though, is Miss Sharshar with this beautifully matched blue to blue championship belt to outfit. Every inch of queen. I thought her makeup and hair was the best it's looked in a long time. She just carried herself with her usual confidence, but it felt good. This entrance felt good. I Thoughts really liked it. Um, it's like Maleficent ish to me. Okay. I don't necessarily like it because the shape is very much a cone from Michael's, you know, the craft store. Yeah. Sure. A little foam cone. You know what I'm saying? A little foam (laughs) cone. Yeah. 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 If they had a little bit more detail or were woven a little more sympathetically to the robe, I think it would do it a better service. Like a white wire almost. Right. Yeah. Give me some. You know how some of her robes, she has like that fan type of hood. Yeah, Sometimes like the, it's like feathers. Or thing, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's a little something. If she had done something with like white silver wire to create mm. that halo behind her head with the cones, I think it would have been more cohesive. It alludes to, you know, the, the queen yeah. vibe. I think that would have helped the cones. I, I, I get the aesthetic. It's almost like devil horns, you know, but it's not it's not where it needs to be to, to meet the rest of the pageantry we're getting. Right. I can't figure it out. I think that's the only thing I don't like about it. I actually don't mind the silhouette so yep. much um, because you're weaved in, you know what I mean? To, to, to the hair. Yep. Um, and then you have to throw the hair over the shoulder on the right side. When she's walking out, you're missing the uh, symmetry of the cones yep. on either, on either shoulder. I think that missed a little bit. Um I feel like I'm missing something. Okay. So I'm willing to give the cones a pass because I do like the Royal blue. 
Yep. I do like how the blue works with the title. I do like the little crown on the neck um, mm-hmm. uh, band of the robe. Uh, it's a nice little touch. But at the bottom, as she's walking in, she's kind of um, she's kind of got her uh, uh, her robe curtsied out, mm-hmm. right? And what do you see at the bottom? Black and blue shoes. Blue. But, but what do you see to the outside of that? But like straight down from her hands. White, but you can't see it on one side because she doesn't have it open. Yeah. You see cones. Yeah, you've seen cones. Right? They're cones. Mm-hmm. So what are the cones? Right. That and that was what I was driving the entire time. I was like, I what am you. I looking at here? The cones mean something, and I don't know what they mean. Um, but you don't wear you don't come out the robe holding it that way because if you're not trying to show the cones, because the cones don't show otherwise. Right. So so I'm missing something. Um, and I'm willing to put it on myself. Thought the sequins were nice. Here's the part of it that I thought was interesting. Tell the me. cut of the the bottoms, right? The cut of her shorts. Sure. Very reminiscent in my mind of the cut of Ric Flair's uh, oh. shorts, right? Okay. Or his tights, right? Yeah. How it's kind of like almost like that little bit of a boy short in the boy front, short not vibe. so much the back, right? But it's kind of got that boy short vibe to it where mm-hmm. it kind of goes a little bit down the thigh, like half sure. an inch before it cuts in very. And I saw that. I was like, that's a, that, that's a flare cut. You know right. what I mean? And I'm ah. like, she's wearing a flare cut. I thought that was really interesting. Right. I was like, that's a neat little, I don't know if that's on purpose or not a purpose or not. Or it was just kind of the, the, as she was walking to the ring of the way it kind of felt, but just like her dad, he kind of had the same cut on his, on, on, on his tights. Um, Charlie had that going too. And I thought that was a really neat, if that was on purpose, which I'm not saying it was, but if it was small detail, big difference. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's a nice, I see again with the callbacks, yeah. we love a nice little callback. We love a nod, love just a nod, a, just a little, whoop, there you a little go. Tip of the hat. Boom. And you have to really pay attention yeah. because some people really sneak that kind of stuff, stuff in there. So that's excellent. Um, Match was mm, meh. I could have done without it, to be honest. It's a, it was a tough one. Um, it's one of those things where it's like, I sit there and I go, I know why Rhonda and Charlotte were placed at this point in the card. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, which was the co-main. Yep. But it had no business being the co-main. No. Um. I've and again with the type of wrestling I watch, which is yes, more on the puro side and more on the Joshi side, we tend to have a bit of a build and your co-main, maybe not as important as your main event, but it's the lead up to it's the second batch, the second best match, uh, or supposed to be the second best match of the card um, as you're building to to the main event. Yes. They treated Ronda Charlotte like a palate cleanser. Yeah. Um, and I Don't think like it's because that. they knew it wasn't going to be very good because you look at, I mean, and you look at what else you had and everything else kind of hit outside of the, and again, I give a pass. You're not going to put Corbin Drew there no. and Uso Shinsuke get a pass because Boogs got hurt. But you look at the rest of the card and you go, okay, banger, banger, banger. And where they weren't like top notch, five-star quality, blah, blah, blah. It was a spectacle, spectacle matches. Mm-hmm. And so I was hoping for a spectacle match out of this, but instead what we got was, Charlotte doing her best to make Rhonda mm-hmm. look good, but the way you make Rhonda look good is by putting in there with people that aren't usually the show, right? Yeah. Like, 
you use Asuka, you use Sasha, you use Bailey, right? Charlotte is your show, right? Charlotte mm-hmm. goes in and she can certainly mix it up, but she's not there to lead the dance, right? No, she's there to perform. She's the she, dancer. <laughs> right? She's the dancer. She knows she's how to entertain. Lead. You know what yeah. I mean? Like she's the, she's the superstar. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, that one's are too, but they, you know, I think they can lead a match a little bit better. She had to lead this match. Ronda's just two left feet when it comes to pro wrestling. I don't even really fault her for it. I mean, she does it like once every 18 months and she's only in the ring for X amount of time. Yeah. I don't know time. how committed to the craft she is between her, Logan Paul, Pat McAfee, who you probably should get, probably doesn't really count because he's signed by them, but nevertheless, and Johnny Knoxville. She was the least impressive celebrity, um, you know, of, of the two nights. Yeah. And I think it was that was shown in great spades in this match. So unfortunately, mm-hmm. great look from Charlotte. WrestleMania moment. She got the big ticket match against the big ticket star for sure. Ain't no way she made an event in WrestleMania. And unfortunately, it came off more of a power cleanser match instead of a co-main build. You put Becky and Bianca in this spot. We could be talking about, you know, one of the best one-two punches in WrestleMania recent history. You know what Facts. I mean? To to end the to end a show. I, I think it's a miss. I get why they did it. I I just think it's a miss. It's a huge mess. Yeah. And um disappointing. But what wasn't disappointing is the KO show featuring Stone Cold Steve Austin coming back in his t-shirt jeans. Mm-hmm knee braces and all ready to find kevin owens let's go no fashion moments to speak of here of course what are you gonna say Uh, t-shirt versus t-shirt man t-shirt versus t-shirt and icon (laughs) versus kevin owens which is just one of the best in the game and um what a moment for ko what a story what a payoff Meeting your hero, getting to work in the ring with your hero. After 19 years, Stone Cold enters the ring to fight instead of make appearances. Right. And he did a no-holds-barred match. He took a bump on the concrete. What's happening? How <laughs> about it? Again, How about it? not on my 2022 bingo card for no. wrestling. No, no, no. Not at all. Um, was really enjoyed the whole thing. Thought oh, it was yeah. great. Yeah, Stone Cold had the best shirt of all time. Because yeah. we're speaking wrestling fashion. Right. Have to. Uh, I think the year was 2002, 2001. Um, and he had a shirt that said, Been there, destroyed that. And then on the back, it just said Austin 316. <laughs> to this day, that is still one of my favorite shirts of all time. Because just the idea of, of wherever you go, right? Yeah. You're just the life of the part. Like you're the guy, right? Always sat with me. And it was very simple black t shirt, white writing, been there, destroyed that. And then on the back, Austin 316. It's just, it's just everything that, you know, Stone Cold is. And I know he's your favorite wrestler. He's your good. Yeah. Um, You know, we got that nostalgia and we got it in a respectful way. You know, uh, what I've always appreciated about Stone Cold in his interviews, um, his biopics, his um, long form books, whatever, is that he always talked about wanting to give, you know, it, one always trying to make the right business move, except for that one time. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, knowing that there's a certain expectation from from the Stone Cold Steve Austin character. Yeah. And if he couldn't replicate it to a serviceable level, he was never going to come back. Yep. 
I don't know if a 57-year-old Steve Austin matched the expectation of what Stone Cold Steve Austin from 2001 was. But I will tell you is it was pretty damn close. Yeah. Not from like an athleticism standpoint, but from getting in there and putting on 15 to 17 minutes, however long it was. Yeah. Type of match against Kevin Owens uh, in a brawl for all. Well, (laughs) not a brawl for all. But in a a brawler kind of match where they kind of go all over the place. Um, I just felt it worked. I wasn't watching a 57-year-old guy with neck and back issues getting in the ring and Kevin Owens taking it easy on him, right? It wasn't, and no disrespect to, to Vince in this in this sense with, with Pat McAfee, but it wasn't some bullshit lariats in the middle of the ring with no. Pat McAfee flopping around like a fish, right? I no. get why they did that. That's its own thing. That could have been what this was. Sure. It wasn't. This was Stone Cold stomping a mud um, mud hole in, in, in fucking Kevin's, Kevin's ass and you know, the rattlesnake was back. And I think if you're going to do justice to Stone Cold and you're going to bring him back for a match, at 57 years old, I don't know if I could have asked for more than what we got. Especially was, to end WrestleMania. Yeah. To end WrestleMania on that note and to hear him give his line and drink his beers and just laugh. The, the only way Stone Cold can laugh, it's Huge. just, it's a Huge. big deal. And um, not something I thought I'd see ever again. So uh, for that, I have to love it. And that rounds out night one. And I'll tell you, that was the best of the fashion, except for a few things. Night two has a few things. Oh, yeah. We should roll through night two a a little bit. Because night two is a lot faster to go through because the fashion is, for some of them, like, non-existent. It's just like a black tank top (laughs) (laughs) or red and black (laughs) pants. Like, what's happening? I don't know. Right. But we kick off night two. Triple H uh, gives his boot in the ring to officially retire due to his health issues. Um, and we start off with a tag match. Randy Orton and that other guy, Street Profits and Alpha Academy. I um, I don't know. I, I, uh, I don't know. I, I guess they kind of ish go together. It's black. Um, all I, I, have, I love Randy Orton and I hate Matt Riddle. So, Big time. So fuck him. You know what I mean? Fuck them all. I, and Randy Orton, I'll pay attention to you back when you're when you're not chilling with Matt Riddle anymore. Um, yeah. Street Profits. It's not that it's not good. It's fine. I like the gold. I like uh the sequins it's sparkly yeah it's just the same thing just yeah. with gold sparkling like the only thing that changed was that it's a little bit more um uh sparkly than what mm-hmm. we're accustomed to from from the but again it's the same you know uh um a short combo and you know tank top you know what mm-hmm. i mean like it, there's nothing about there there's no variation to that so nope. Not to say they phoned it in again, you are what your characters are, and they I'm sure they don't have a whole bunch of say in what they're doing, uh, right. from a fashion perspective, um, outside of color scheme, etc. American Alpha, the most not not as I mean, they're just as cohesive as, as street profits, but it, it's the same thing, like it is boring, know, it's boring. I don't know if these are different uniforms than what they wear on SmackDown, 
at least with street profits, I can sit here and say, well, it's bedazzled, it's bedazzled as shit. You know what right. I mean? It's sparkly as fuck. This might be new. You know what I mean? It's champagne color, right? We're here to win yeah. a championship. We, sure, sure. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I, I get it on some level, albeit there's not enough variation for me to give it a top look grade. Right. American Alpha, they could be wearing that stuff on, fr- on Friday. Unless they wrestle on Monday, in which case they could wear it on a Monday. There, there's nothing that screams to me or that there's nothing I look at here. Oh, it's got to be uh, Fridays, right? Yeah, Mondays. And that was for the Raw Tag Team titles, right? Uh, yes. So okay. it's Monday. So it was Monday night. And they could be wearing that last night and and I wouldn't be the wiser, right? And that's and that's disappointing for, for everything that we're talking about because this is yeah. the Wrestle Fashion episode. I want to hype my amateur wrestlers, right? I want to hype Gable, uh, or not Gable, um, Otis? 40G. What the hell is his name? Is that Gable? Yeah, Chad Gable. Oh, Chad Gable. There you go. Yeah, you're right. Um, I want to hype that cat. But he doesn't look any different than he did before, right? Minus the haircut from years ago. Yeah, exact <sighs> same. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, and like, uh, I know from catching a still from previous SmackDowns, it's this gear, but the red is prominent and the black isn't. Gotcha. It's the okay, same sure. thing. I believe so. It. It's boring, and Randy never wears anything interesting. It's just how he is, nah, and that's fine. His ass, and that's about it. And that's also fine because mm-hmm. I expect that. But yeah. boring, and then we go from from that boring, at least some attempts to uh, what the fuck? Uh, Almas is just wearing all, all black. It means nothing, and Bobby's wearing half black, half red. Right. Uh, okay. What's different than Monday nights? Nothing. Zero. Yeah, I don't know if the red's new for Bobby. All I can tell you is that I like Bobby in trunks. I like him better in trunks. I like Bobby in trunks. You don't work that hard on your body to hide it with pants. Yeah, no, man. Show the thighs off, honey. The quads. Get the quads going. Let them go. Let me see that calf muscle. Yeah, I mean, you're the one doing the calf lifts. I would appreciate the calf lifts, right? Yeah. I'm okay with almost uh, overall. Um, You know, it's not. I can't tell you that it's first of all, it's not a standout by any stretch. Not at all. And I can't tell you that it's any different than what he does on, on SmackDown. It's not. What I can tell you it, it okay, so it's not like that's yeah. what he wears out. Yep. Okay. Um where I think it worked as a as again as a casual coming in. Because the last time I saw him was he was winning the tag titles with AJ Styles, right? Uh-huh. That was the last my last reference point with that guy. Is he is such an imposing physical just sports entertainer you know what i mean like he's just a he's a spectacle within himself you know what i mean with sure with what he is he's like braun but like way better than braun um in my opinion Mm -hmm. i also don't like braun um because of that i like that he stayed muted with his attire because i wanted him to be the show if there's no variation than what he was when he's on cable television, okay, well then that's a misstep, right? Because you got to yeah. give him a little some, some, um, but where we talk less is more sometimes with like a Drew McIntyre. Sure. You know, less accessories are more with almost because he's the accessory, right? Yeah. That dude well, he's so huge. Yeah. He's a show. Yeah. He's just, it's like the big show coming out and always wearing the one strap leotard. Yeah. I didn't need anything more from the big show. Cause the big show is this monster character. Uh, that's how I look at almost. Right. I agree. Um, but if you're telling me there's zero variation, then then you need a little something. So come on, it's WrestleMania. Maybe that's my thing. Make it stupendous. Make it stupendous, goddammit. 
you said it enough it's just <laughs> i don't know i don't understand it it just is like oh, just another day at the office well yeah. not really no <laughs> it's not uh just disappointing um same with the next one really Sami Zayn is in black and did white. you like the match did you like i i mean the tag match i didn't enjoy because i don't enjoy triple threat uh you really have to have a good triple threat title match in any capacity for me to really like it I prefer I triple was, threats with ladders. Yeah, it was fine for what it was. Didn't didn't do anything for me. Didn't hate almost versus um, the Almighty, but it didn't wow me either. It was just kind nope. of another lackluster. Yeah, lackluster. Nothing really to say. Gotcha. Other than the right person was victorious. That's it. Yeah, sure. I don't even remember who won. Was it almost Bobby? Good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, and then, you know, Sammy, the next match is versus Johnny Knoxville, which is of course going to be gimmick filled and jackass pranks and all that oh, stuff. Adored it. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> it was my favorite. It was probably like one of my, I'm not going to call it top looks. <laughs> although no. I'll make a case for Johnny. Um, but my goodness, was it, uh, it was fantastic. And again, it, that match ain't for everybody. And I know that, right? Yeah. But my goodness, um, that I just again, I just think it goes back to when people that are not part of the wrestling industry come in and do wrestling stuff. Yeah. You know, I want them I want them to, to treat it with care. Sure. And I think the biggest standout for me wasn't how good of a match it was, no. <laughs> although I rated it like an A minus. I was like, I, I love it for what it is. Sure. sure. Um, it's that. The timing was well done. The yes. run-ins were smart. The camera angles on the spots, not Kevin Dunn's 15, no. you know, cuts and, and 15 second BS, but like th- not knowing that the hand was present until the hand hits uh, um, uh, the Sami Zayn. Like, I just, I just felt it was good. The way Wee Man comes out and does his thing and Party Boy comes in and I just felt like it was... When you're not dealing, when you're dealing with jackass guys, first and foremost, when yeah. you're dealing with, and they're entertainers, but still, um, for them to have the timing down, right, to be able to to make this work in a way that felt complete, start to finish, I thought was really, really well done. Yeah, there's always going to be a little bit of downtime when you're bringing a huge ass mousetrap and you're throwing it into the ring and you're trying to set that up and it's a PVC thing. Yeah, it's kitschy as hell. Sure, but man, that shit can really go south fast. And for them to be able to do that and make it feel like it was um, like, again, that it was that the, the, the train took off from the station and then came to a complete stop at the destination. Mm-hmm, I just mm-hmm. felt that's where the victory of that type of match was. And then all and then Sami Zayn selling. I mean, come on. If, yeah, if, it's great. If his goofiness with with the way he took all those shenanigans and the way, you know, Johnny kind of played into it. I just felt it was. You know, it's reminiscent from somebody that that grew up outside Westchester and 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 has, you know, connections to to the Bam Margeras and 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 that whole group for a long time. The CKY mm-hmm. vibes back in the day, like, you know, oh, that's wow, like my yeah. gener- yeah, that's my generation type of stuff. Sure I'm is. not saying they're all good guys, and I'm not saying anybody should revere any of those cats. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is like that was an integral part of me growing up. Jackass was an integral part of me growing up, and it happened in my backyard. Right? Yeah. And so to see some of these cats, you know, move on to something like this and it 
to be done to the level that it was, which again, isn't great, but it's good enough. That was a lot of wins there for me. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, and again, I look at it as being, um, for those reasons, it being one of the great matches from a fashion perspective. No, <laughs> nothing about this nothing. was, was a W, uh, except Johnny's gray hair kind of works. Yeah. It works for him. Yeah. That's it looks good. Yeah. That's the only thing I liked. The rest, I just thought it's like Quail Man meets the Hamburglar. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, Quail Man's a good pull. I love Quail Man, but not as cool. Um, <laughs> Quail Man's awesome. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, I can only echo what you said. It wasn't for me, but I understand its appeal. And right. I thought the timing was great. It, it worked out very well for what it was. And it was very much so for entertainment purposes. But as we mentioned, there's really no fashion to speak of uh, until we get to the ladies and Mm -hmm. maybe one or two more little things. But. okay, so fatal four way women's tag. Sasha, Naomi, Boston Glow, Liv and Rhea, Natty and Shayna, which is just such an interesting pairing and Zelina and Mella. I mean, there are some good shit in here, pal. (laughs) Yes. Um, Sasha coming out in that Lambo, as Sasha should. I I mean, what else can I say? The blue, green hair. Is it a Lambo? Yeah. I thought so. Am I wrong? I mean, you might not. I mean, I don't have a reference right right now to pull it. It could have been. I thought it was a Ferrari. Unless I'm, uh, unless I could I'm, be wrong. Oh, well, listen. Maybe it is a Ferrari. It what doesn't matter. Do it know? is a sweet Anyway, car. it's a dope-looking neon matter. car. Yeah. It probably is a Ferrari. You you could be right. I just thought it looked like a Lambo from far away, but who could knows? I don't um, know cars. I don't pretend I don't, to. Yeah. Maybe it is a Ferrari. I don't know. I'd have to look at the logo. Anyway, her coming out in that sports car, looking as fly as she did, picking up Naomi, Mm-hmm, who of course mm-hmm. matches the car's color has a dope little jacket she fits her aesthetic perfectly and then sasha gets out of the car and uh good golly um not my absolute favorite of hers but pretty damn close i thought the color scheme was great it hit it fit her well as it always does her gear always just hugs every little thing it should be it was very galaxy to mm-hmm. me star uh, you know she's a superstar obviously naturally i uh, loved the train on the robe i love how it went around her top showing her midsection hooked at the hip area and then just flowed right out it was mm-hmm. top tier yes i like the uh the galaxy pool um there are a lot of stars in the night sky um but none that shine as bright as sasha banks and oh, I, I think that's that kind of what we see here it uh and it's, and it's a joshi cut too you know what i mean with the cutouts on the hips i was gonna ask you that yeah it felt there was a little bit of a joshi vibe there i thought with the uh-huh. way it kind of all tied together and again given her history with kind of you know you know every time I, you know people jump on jump on her for random things and especially her fan base which i get is a bit out of control yeah. um you know I, I don't know why people put that back on the wrestler it's not the wrestler's responsibility to keep her fans in line. Like her no. fans need to keep themselves in line. Uh, you know, and all I think about is her taking care of, you know, her brother and watching 
from AJPW back in the day. You know what I mean? Like it's, this is a wrestling fan first in, in yeah. Sasha. And so anytime she pulls something like this, where I'm like, that could be a Joshi cut. I, I tend, I tend to go that direction because I feel like she's a student of the game and she watched a lot of that back in the day. Mm-hmm. And so that's, um, so I always have an appreciation for her for that. Right. She, you know, she's like my favorite, like she's oh, one yeah. of my favorite. She's top tier for me. Uh, yep. sports entertainer, wrestler. Like I just, I'm a Sasha Mark. I have been forever. And yep. this look with the galaxy vibe, it's, it's one of those things where we talked about Miz and Paul Logan, Logan Paul, and how they went from primary black with yellow accent to yellow primary with black accent when they took the robe off. Mm-hmm. She is full galaxy, straight through gear to jacket, jacket to gear, right? And that right. kind of enveloped her as she walked to the ring. And then she kept it real simple underneath with black satin. Mm-hmm. Um, I just felt that it was awesome. I love the throwback to the hair from last year. I think don't, you know, you don't have to fix what's not broken. Right. It wasn't a surprise. I saw her in the bump. That's right. I watched the bump. Um, Braxton's that's my girl. She, <laughs> uh, Kayla, Kayla, <laughs> such a great spot. It is. Um, so I saw her with the blue, with the green. And again, for the glow, um, um, synergy aspect of it, I appreciated it for what it was. Again, I'm not watching weekly. So maybe she's had this hair for the last two months. I have no clue. My point is just, again, WrestleMania to WrestleMania, it doesn't seem like she's lost a step. The confidence she exudes when she comes to the ring, fantastic. Naomi, what can you say? The only thing I wish, I'm going to point out anything, was I wish Naomi was in the car at first. They came to a stop. Then they do the glow entrance at that point. Yes. Not to say Sasha has to dance, but, you know, let Naomi get hers in right then and there. Then they come to the ring together, <sighs> splitting hairs there when I say it, but I know really, really mean. neat. Um, you know, otherwise, you know, the car was the show, Sasha was the show, and and I just wanted Naomi to just you know, put out there a little bit more, you know what I mean? I know she had a little spot at the beginning, but then that car comes out and you know, she kind of gets lost a little bit, and Naomi doesn't deserve to be lost. That you know, she should be front and center with Sasha, and she again, she was, but very, very good uh look from both of them. But Sasha, I mean, come on, I mean, again. It, nothing against Naomi. I'm just a mark. I know. For, for fashion. I mean, same, <laughs> same, yeah. so much so. She's normally my wrestling fashion go other than Charlotte. And uh, yeah, it's true. You know, I just I love the whole vibe. Loved You've always it. been that. You've always been the Charlotte uh, wrestling fashion. I've always been on always. the Sasha side. <laughs> and it's true. It's very true. Um, yeah, she rocked. Oh, and, and I he, love Naomi's uh, shades, by the way. Oh, they just look to, so Just good. to get that in there. It's just fun. I yes. love that futuristic kind of, it's a very Dua Lipa type of it is. vibe to it. That futuristic nostalgia type of vibe. Love yes. it to death. Living. It's just a great look. Makes me want to go out and party as, you know, yeah. you, you know, dance with Naomi. So that works out great. Liv and Rhea come out with a Batman Catwoman slash Dominatrix. And I questioned everything in my life. <laughs> looking at them going excuse me hi um hi <laughs> hello, hello um uh, hello <laughs> let me call you um i i loved i loved it it wasn't shocking or surprising in any way in terms of like i would expect this from them but it hit oh it hit 
It hit really well. I thought. Um, I love an all black look personally. Black leather's timeless in a lot oh, of ways. Classic. You know, not not typically used together, but it is a universal look, right? Mm-hmm. Um the only thing that didn't work for me okay. is I don't know if Liv knows how to use a whip. You know Clearly I mean? not. Because she, she, she was limp wristing that thing around. And it's like, no, 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 no. If you're going to do this, you're going to, you kind of have to control what you're doing there because it can look real sloppy real quick. Yeah. Uh, it looked a little heavy for did. her. Yeah. It looked a little heavy. It was a little wobbly. I like that they went with like the, the thick that went into the thin mm-hmm. aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. she's kind of waving around and you can see it on the video, but nobody will be able to see it on the audio. I'm kind of doing it limp wristed and then she's kind of like wooing down the stage and i'm like the aesthetic there doesn't exactly work <laughs> doesn't for me <laughs> right like you got this cool badass kind of vibe you got this like smirking confidence and and raya and they just got live like yes. Woo, WrestleMania. Hey! <laughs> and you're like uh <laughs> she's like uh, a woo girl with in in uh, during halloween time i was like all right yeah let's tone that aspect of it down a little bit but uh, but again if you're on the grandest stage of them all it's stupendous go do your thing and you gotta love it. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not here to say that people can't have fun. Have fun. No, we like to have a little fun. We like to have a little fun here on the Queen and Pup Connection, and we can appreciate when others have fun as well. Oh yeah. What wasn't fun for me was the Snatty Shanna pairing, blue and purple. I have no idea. I feel like Natalia goes through every person as a tag partner, so I have no idea. True. I like that she's always kind of the lead in it. She's all, right. yeah. I mean, listen, I, I like Maddie. That helps. Um, this this uh, this gear is not it for me. I I don't like it. Um, they're supposed to be a team, but they didn't match. I mean, purple Here. and blue go together, but it's not enough cohesion for me to make it believable. Then we have Shana's makeup madness. Yeah, <laughs> make a madness. And the only cool thing that I have to share is what Natty shared on her Twitter. And I just sent it to you so you could see it up close as well. Is uh, Ray Mysterio let her borrow his boots for WrestleMania? Oh, really? Yes. And um, they're like that prismatic. Yeah, I see that. Awesome um, custom right. boot. And that I liked. But the rest, I, I really could do without. And I hate the pink in the hair I, I from Natty. I really just... A lot going on. It's too much know. happening. Too many t- Again, too much texture. Too much happening. Yeah. I thought Natty's makeup was good. Like, eye-wise, it's striking. Shana's, though, as we know, I can't... Can't get behind it. Can't get behind it. What about you? I, I don't like it. Um, yeah. I, I like ethereal kind of... Um, um, color schemes. Sure, sure. And that pink black uh purple navy blue like a dark dark blue um with a little bit of twinkle uh can work i think it missed the mark here um here's where i really would have liked to see something different right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you've got Shayna, who's got this great build as a tactician right and you've got natalia who is got lineage on her side sure why are we not coming out in pink with black trim i know i right? know like i get it Bret hart doesn't really love vince mcmahon and the whole owen thing i get it i get it i get it then stay away from the hart family and go jim neidhart because sure. you know direct descendant 
if this if they were if they came if if Shayna came out in pink pants with a black trim with Natalia's logo on the leg and a pink top and a black jacket or or better yet a pink and black trim leather jacket she would have looked no makeup so badass right? I know. walk into the ring because she would have looked like the female Bret Hart right and Natty not to say she looked like Jim but you know being you know the, the daughter of Jim you know, mm-hmm. you could draw the parallel there and show respect, you know, to, to the legacy of Jim Neinhart. I'm not saying they haven't done it in the past and I'm not saying they haven't. But, man, I look at these two and I say there's potential here if you can bring a little bit of that cohesive nature that we talk about with tag teams. But more importantly, you've just got Shayna who is supposed to be this technical all-star. Now, does she show up to the level that I think I think she underperforms a lot of the way of like where I hold her with regards to her wrestling acumen. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think she ever really hits where I, where I expect her to, mm-hmm. but you can solve a lot of, but so, 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 but if you give her like that Bret Hart kind of uh, vibe, you know what I mean? Maybe it brings a little bit more believability into it. You know, um, I just don't think it worked. Um, and again, Triple threat tag team. Well, actually, I think this was a fatal fourth. We have one more to talk about, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> yes, we, yes, we have. How could I forget? Zelina and uh, Zelina Carmella. And Carmella coming down. So one hit and one miss. I'll let you guess which one's which. <laughs> um, well, you know, again, I'm uh, I'm not the best. I'm not. I'm, I'm going to disappoint you, Queen. I'm going to disappoint you. <laughs> uh oh. Because I um. I like Carmella. I know I, you do. I, I know you have, do. You know, Mella is money. And I don't understand. Again, I don't, I'm not here for storylines. So I don't know why she wears a mask. I don't know why she's dressed as a bride, although they alluded to it. I guess they're married. Oh, getting they're getting married. married. Yeah. yeah. Corey, so, so she's preserving her skin and, you know, that whole thing, okay. I guess. All right. That's not the mask is like a moisturizing mask that preserves uh-huh. the skin type of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think so. Don't quote me. I'm not saying that's good, but I'm saying it makes me laugh. Um, She gave off kind of Chelsea green vibes, right? Mm -hmm. With that, um, when she was doing the wedding dress gimmick in uh, in TNA and um, Shimmer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Zelina is a complete look. These two together, again, as someone who's a casual who doesn't watch, blah, 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 blah. Makes no fucking sense whatsoever. Don't get it. What the hell am I looking at? Zelina looks amazing. Yep. Uh, Carmella looks amazing. Together, they look I like nothing. More, yeah. I have more questions than answers. You know what I mean? Like, and I've always liked the Staten Island Princess, right? Even back yeah. to the NXT days, I've always been a fan. Not, you know, for um, for a couple of different reasons. I just felt like she just she's always thrown into to storylines or scenarios where you're just like man really and she always seems to do a serviceable job like when you're the one that has to you know partner with that dipshit Ellsworth no. you know what I mean like yes, I know she, I did, know she did great for what was expected of her you know what sure. I mean she was a women's title champion she won the money in the back all that like I just feel like she's done a really really good job with they she makes she gives the she gives the best performance given the bullshit that they give her right. Zelina I don't think they have any fun. Why is she doing the British wave? Because she's the queen. Of what? She, she won Queen of the Ring. 
Well, she won Queen. Uh-huh. But she doesn't look. I don't know. It just it doesn't work. You know what I mean? It doesn't. I mean, that makes more sense, actually. I didn't realize there was even a Queen of the Ring. That's how checked out I am on WWE. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that makes okay. Okay. Then I'll 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 redact that statement. She looks great. Her profile, that scepter, that oh, crown. It's fantastic. Oh, okay. I see. I see that a little bit better now. Um, that looked great. So great. It just doesn't make sense together. No. And that's that that loses it for me there. Again, our word of the night, cohesion. Where is it? Yeah, you know that's the truth. M-I-A. Uh, match was fine. Yeah. Stoked for Sasha to break her losing streak at Mania. Yeah. That was right. great. <laughs> Loved that. Story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good, good, good ending. I love uh, also love Naomi with a belt. And love Naomi, um, belt. love Naomi with a belt. I hope they actually utilize these championships. Um because I like them both and it would be a shame not to. Yeah, anything with Sasha and Naomi, I'm I'm so, in favor of. I don't know. Again, maybe there are, so I'll bite my tongue. Um I don't know what other tag teams are available for them to go against now that you just had a fatal four with three, um, yeah. there was six women. I'm sure there's other tag teams that, but again, how many could there possibly be before I don't these, know. this run becomes stagnant? Um, they don't need to wrestle. They can come out and just cut promos for all I care. You know what I mean? For the next couple months or for the next couple weeks. And as they build a storyline to something, um, but where does it go? Who knows? But you have the titles on your best two um, that I saw that night. So yep. there's a win there. Huge win there. Speaking of wins. On Wednesdays, mm. what do we wear? We wear rated R superstar. Amen. Purple. Listen, Edge understands the assignment. He knows mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. this is the color. Um. Homeboy came with an entrance, man. <laughs> the bench. I was wow. I um he's on a whole new level. It's one of the main things I've been paying attention to is him because of the cool stuff he's doing. It's so cool to watch a man create such evolution in his character over the years that you see something completely brand new at his age now. Wild. And um it was very brood-esque. I was expecting some blood <laughs> just because it, it looked like he was king of hell. Um, and it was spectacular. I love the jacket. Um, I like the whole thing. Uh, this this was not a miss for me. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. And then when he takes that off and it's black and purple, nah, sold. I win. Yeah. <laughs> and AJ is uh, is the same. Just uh White and Carolina yeah. blue. Super clean aesthetic yep. um, from AJ. Uh, Edge too. I felt for the match that they were having, which was a bit plotting at the beginning. And, sure, and sure. Through, through, the, through the back third of it a bit. I picked up at the end, uh, which was fine. I, I think they were kind of going for that main event epic. And mm-hmm. I think it fell a little short. Um, sure. I don't. Yeah. So, so from the analysis side, I guess, I guess I can say that. But uh Edge, here's what I liked about it. Okay. I don't know what the hell Edge and Damian Priest will be. Didn't watch the night after. 
But I know that Damien Priest wears black and purple. Sure does. I know that they weren't friendly before the end of this match, but they're friendly moving forward, right? Uh, yep. That helped a little bit. Again, it's what we talk about with the fashion aspect and and, and colors and, and things of that nature is that you can kind of draw parallels without having to know 100% on what's going on. And so when I see Damian Priest just stoically standing there towards the end of the match as AJ lines up the uh, phenomenal forearm Mm -hmm. and he's just staring at edge not to say that you didn't know what was going to happen with regards to them kind of teaming up albeit I'm glad that it wasn't a fuck finish 100% um very much so I do sit there and I say he's gonna get in the ring and they're gonna be cut this is gonna be gonna come a new staple right you got a benchmark guy and edge he's older you got this (laughs) younger guy who's 40 um yeah coming up and <laughs> martinez uh yep 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 and then you kind of got this synergy with what i remember priest being with the purple and black from last year's wrestlemania mm-hmm. um okay like i wouldn't be surprised if they go that route and sure enough that little foreshadow is there and, and we're moving forward with the med the benchmark rated r studio or whatever they're going by um again i didn't watch last night so i don't think you know the name or not edge entrance was great um yep. you know us anything with purple we're 100 we're fans of it's we're an easy in. way for us to get on the queen and pup to get on your side i just think he looks better conditioned than he's looked in a long time edge looks old but healthy yes when he first came back he looked old and small he doesn't look so small right now and maybe that's been a theme or maybe that's been noticeable for the last six months, eight months, 10 months, whatever. But it's very noticeable to me um, in this match where I was like, you know what? This cat's still got some legs to him. He doesn't look as much like the old dog that I saw in the greatest match that ever was with him and Randy Orton or whatever it was. Which again, you know, they didn't win their, they didn't even win their best match of the year. God, I hate that. Uh, <laughs> so, so, you know, again, I thought the match was plotting. Um, didn't think it really ever got to the level that I was hoping it was going to get to again. I thought they were kind of going for that main event, you know, uh, epic type of wrestling match. And I just don't think it got there. I don't think AJ Styles has gotten there in a little while with that. Agreed. It's an AJ Styles kind of match. And I just felt it felt a little flat. A lot of wins here, um, fashion wise in the clean aesthetics, but nothing is going to blow me away either. You know, no top marks. No top marks, but the purple gives you a little bonus. I love it. Love that royal purple. Love that. Love that. I also really love the New Day. New Day? Yes, it is. And they come out wearing Biggie gear as a tribute. Oh, you just, you gotta love it. It says the gear, a nod to his gear that he um, wore when he won the championship. And, uh, oh man, the New Day tells story with their wrestling fashion with mm-hmm. their gear choices. They're always good at that. Um, one of my favorites in recent histories where they did the coloring in gear. Yeah, that was always fun. Paint every by time, paint by numbers. Yeah, every time it got a little more intense, a little more color came in. Um, and this was just a delightful treat uh, to see. Um, the other one, I, I really couldn't even find a, a picture of all of them together. I just remember what I watched on screen and you know, it's very UK. Yep. The hats. Okay. But the rest, I, um, 
I don't really, they go together, but they don't go together. I'm not sure if that makes sense or if I'm going to explain that the right way, but they look like they're in a group or together, but it's not the same type of cohesion we've seen with other teams. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Right. I, um, I don't know. I think I disagree. Okay. I'm on the other side of this one, I think, you know, um, I think they tell their story through their hats, right? You okay. have two driving caps with Butch and Ridge, right? And then you have the pork pie fedora with sure. your leader, right? And and I mean, it does. It does have that kind of that old world vibe to mm-hmm. it um, uh, where, you know, it's kind of like, I don't, I don't know if I would go, um, I'm trying to think of like, you know, that, whatever that old timey UK kind of, the street smart kids you know sure. what i mean like it was the cobblestone boys and, and whatever you know like they're kind of playing off that type sure, of yeah. newsies-esque bully oh, clubs yes. you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. and so that's what i'm looking for so so in that essence i thought it would work really really well at the same time i sat there and i said it's vanilla it's plain jane it's there's it's lackluster as hell right there's nothing about that look where I, I so where I disagree that I think it was actually rather cohesive with the way they kind of pushed everything. My thing is, is like, what about that? It, it should speak to me. You know what I mean? Like they're the fight club. Okay. Or whatever they call them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. But you, you, again, you're just playing into a, a stereotype of old world Europe. You know what I mean? Or old, <laughs> that European kind of bully mentality. We've seen that, right? We've seen that at the pubs. We've seen that in movies. We've seen that in the, in 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 and what we perceive to be European culture in America. Mm-hmm. That's boring. Yeah, it's, nothing special. It's nothing special. There's it'll be it's there and it's gone tomorrow. And unfortunately for Seamus, that's a lot of his shtick. You know what I mean? Like his he doesn't really ever kind of his characters never really kind of take off uh uh too much so well this this is a little bit more kind of as the boss man right he's kind of the kingpin of the group but but again like it's just another it's just another Seamus driven tag team this time with a with a butch kicker you know like what how excited am i supposed to be because it seems like every eight months this dude's got another character with another with another tag team partner so whatever right um to your point about the Big E scheme, they wore the, the colors that he wore when he won the world title. That was a nice throwback. Uh, that was a good way of honoring, um, you know, your your uh, tag team uh, or well, just your t- a stable mate, right? Yeah. And one of your good friends. But you're going to squash him? We're gonna Terrible. Squash. We're going to go squash now? Not happy. Come on now. Like, if there was more, if I had more from the Fight Club, in the sense of, uh, I thought actually Butch was the best part of the whole damn thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was more, itch- we got the New Day at WrestleMania paying tribute to a broken neck Big E. And they get less time in the ring than the entrance of like Charlotte. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's crazy. I think it was like a minute 43. It was ridiculous. Went. And the most of the time I was focused on Butch trying to get in and, and cause havoc. What are we doing you know, with the new day? And that, so that was disappointing to say. I'm sure there's time runs and there's this and there's that. And I'm sure there's ways of talking around it. For me, it was just kind of like, man, you're going to 
Ridge is going to screw up this guy's neck, and then we're going to pay tribute to the guy by going out there and getting squashed in two minutes. It's not that serious, bro. I get it. But, you know, the optics of it just don't seem good. They just don't sit well. No, not at all. Really hated that whole thing, Uh, especially because we had things that could have been cut and not necessary to show the Cody Rhodes package 90,000 times. (laughs) You couldn't give a few more minutes to the New Day match instead of doing that. You know, it's just it's too much. Um, I, I really hated I really hated that. It's just felt kind of disrespectful and like, but listen, cheap. yeah, the, I'm not yeah, saying they did bit. it on purpose and it, no, you know, no, no, no. and I know you're not either. It's just, it just doesn't land. It doesn't hit right. No, right? it feels wrong. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Um, and also I, I don't like anything else that happens for the rest of the show. What? Um, in terms of wrestling fashion, it was nothing. Oh, sure. It was nothing. It was just, Black and black pants and a tank top and Brock being Brock and Austin Theory, who I really don't like, looking like a knockoff wannabe Seth Rollins vibe (laughs) with that (laughs) vest. So that's a hard pass for me, wrestling fashion wise, entertainment wise. um, Austin Theory, Pat McAfee was great. Pat McAfee got his money's worth for being in his WrestleMania as he always dreamed of. I thought he did very well with stuff with Mr. McMahon. I mean, it's so good. It's bad and, or so bad. It's good, whichever, however you say that. <laughs> and uh, Stone Cold coming out and doing that botch of a stunner was hilariously terrible and cringy as well. Um, and then you, like, I, I don't know what else I can say about it. It was entertaining. Yeah. Like the, like Pat fun story about Pat, Pat got, uh, blackout drunk um <laughs> right right when he retired from the colts yeah and ended up buying a wrestling ring that he forgot about and like two months later uh this whole gigantic semi shows up in front of his house with a ring that he didn't know what to do so they just installed it in his backyard and that's how he got started training on being a wrestler Isn't that funny uh he told that story on on for the brand um Austin Theory is, he will always be an evolved wrestler to me. And that's a mm. shame, but it's just the reality of it. I don't, if you're a fan of him and, and you're, you think I'm t- speaking out of school, fine, whatever. He'll always be an evolved uh, wrestler for me. Um, he's vanilla. He's plain Jane. There's nothing about him. He's super acrobatic and he took a great stunner. So like, I'll give him credit where credit's due. Like he definitely knows what he's doing in the ring, but there's nothing about him that I like at all. And you can tell that he's having a hard time connecting, which is why you put him with Vince McMahon, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to help try to get him over in some aspect. Pat, I thought, had a great match. Yeah. He sold to the crowd, the sports entertainment element. Again, just knew what to do and how to do it without being overly, you know, a wrestler-ish about it. Uh, still kept a good balance with the sports entertainment side. Sure. He will always be a, a, a yinzer right from pittsburgh with his nonsense so i will always kind of hate him a little bit um with the kind of the way he talks and, and his mannerisms and whatnot just because i know and i mean that uh, no i just i don't like people from pittsburgh uh no. No. <laughs> it's one of those things where we sit there and we um cleveland right um uh, Cle- fuck cleveland sorry mr q <laughs> <laughs> we uh so there's that aspect of that i thought was really really good um then vince mcmahon gets in the ring and you've got 
Pat McAfee selling like a fish, right? Flopping around all left and right. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, here he has this very credible, credible match, not like a barn burner, but he has this credible match where it feels like he knows what he's doing in the ring against Austin Theory. And then he gets in with Vince and it's just like half-hearted Lariat from a 79-year-old or whatever old Vince is at this point. And he's just, well, I'm fine. I get it. I'm in it. It's a television show. You know, I'm not going to break kayfabe and I'm, I'm not going to, it's not been um, suspend my disbelief by any stretch, but it's just kind of like, come on. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? know. Like, so stupid. It, it just went on a little too long. Then we get a Vince McMahon match, which is wild against wild. Pat McAfee. And that's insanity. And then we got Stone Cold coming out, doing the Stone Cold throwback. Probably the best, one of the best stunners I've seen since The Rock took the stunner. Oh, my God. Which made it infamous. That dude flew like 40 feet in the air. Um, And it looked like he flew 40 feet in the air. Not like he jumped up 40 feet in the air. So credit to Austin Theory for that. Followed by the greatest stunner of all time. So Limp good. dick stunner from Vince McMahon. This dude went a hundred percent flaccid, <laughs> right? As as Stone Cold grabbed around his neck and just they both kind of fell to the ground. It was so bad, it was great. Um, it was <laughs> I think I tweeted, I was like, that that Austin, that Austin stunner was great. And then I was like, oh, that Vince Stunner was greater. It's just something so bad. And and I again, I think half of it is you're dealing with two old ass people. The other half of it is they lean into the gimmick of Vince never being able to take a stunner. Right? And so the last stunner that he takes from Stone Cold before they ride off into the dusty sunset of nonsense is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. And I couldn't have been more thrilled with that outcome. Um, and then Pat McAfee gets to live the dream of drinking beers with Steve Austin at WrestleMania in the ring, then taking the stunner. Ah, I mean, the dream. it's, it's what we all want. You know what I mean? It's, all, yeah. it's what we all want. Stunner is the coolest pop move of all oh, time. Yeah. Hands down. No doubt about it. I don't care. The shit is amazing. Um, WWE fans just eat that shit up. Yeah, I yeah. eat that shit up. Me too. <laughs> I just love <laughs> all that these shit. years later. It's still so I just, woo, every time. Every time. Um, so in that essence, very good. Uh, wrestling fashion wise, Vince's tie, very nice. It's outside so of that, clean. outside of that, yeah. nothing, nothing out of it. nothing of note. I got nothing to know. And guess what? The last match, the unification match, ain't shit to talk about there either. Wrestling fashion wise, and also. Uh, I hate Roman wrestling Brock. I hate it. I, I couldn't dislike it anymore. <laughs> Except I love that Roman is the heel and Brock is the face, sort of. As Kinda, face yeah, as Brock can way. be, you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, Roman as a heel is top tier. Uh, he should be champion forever. And um, he, he rules. This bloodline thing, best thing ever happened to him. Tribal chief. I was waiting for Roman to turn heel for so long and it finally happened and boy, is it paying off. It's so good. Uh, and I like to see Brock having fun. Um, I never thought I'd like any, anything more than boombox Brock, but this one with the ponytail and the cowboy hat is sending me. It's just <laughs> a wild thing to see in 2022. Um, it was fine. The right guy, in my opinion, won as well. Um, I, I'm interested to see what they do next with, a new belt from fashion, wrestling fashion standpoint. Belts are included with that because they are an accessory. They are the mm-hmm. accessory. Oh, wait, are we getting a new belt? I don't know. 
I mean, nice. I don't know. I would love a new belt because I hate the design of the current ones. If you're unifying them. You might as well. Might as well. If you're going to actually unify them, then do it. Right. Um, I'm hoping it's pretty and shiny. I don't mind if they keep the double belt for a while. I really don't mind the double yeah, belt. I, I know that they'll move away from it, but I don't mind it. Um, I haven't watched this match yet. I was it's what you think it's going to be. 11-15. I want to watch it, and I'm really hoping that I enjoy it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I've always been of the proponent of uh, Brock's the show. Right. The reason sure. Brock runs the schedule Brock runs is because Brock can. Yep. You know, and if if Bron if Brock never steps in a WWE ring again, he could care less. Uh I, I truly do believe that in a lot of ways. Um Roman, I've always been a fan of. So again, like these are two guys that, you know, in a lot of ways I've never had issue with, and I've never had an issue with them together. Sure. Have they put on like these just epic main event? barn burners no no the closest they came is when seth rollins spoiled the party and came in and took the title at the end of wrestlemania in san francisco yeah but the reality is is that it never lives up to the hype 100 percent. my hope is that this one does and i do plan on watching it sometime this week but um but i mean i went to bed and i was in i was in discord and we were talking about it i was like all right guys i'm going to bed because i gotta be up at five yeah it's 11 15 i'm not staying up for this match but i did sit there and go you know roman's winning so that's not going to be a surprise and i'll see you guys tomorrow and sure enough i wake up in the morning and roman won two titles bam and we're rocking and rolling so nothing even as someone who doesn't even watch it was kind of you just knew you just kind of knew how the ending was going to be so i'll catch the match whenever um from a fashion standpoint same old same old um i like the luau flowers yep and um i like paul Heyman's. um Kind of that orangey peach tie uh, yeah. square combo that he had. Yeah. Other than that, though, nothing, nothing right home about. Nothing right home about, and that's just how it is. Yeah. And that there. brings us to the close of the most stupendous WrestleMania. Hashtag wrestling fashion edition. Hashtag wrestling fashion edition. The best part of Mania, in my not so humble but sort of humble opinion, <laughs> is when you and I sit down and talk what should be. Some of the most exciting wrestling fashion of the year. Oh, yeah. Before we leave, pal, Stardom is doing some uh, hashtag watch Stardom yeah. wrestling fashion moments that are very eye catching, and also Okada's white robe texture. How about that? Robe How about thing? cool that fucking white ranger? Listen, bro. what in the world? Um, so that red one that you retweeted the other day, yeah, and I texted you about it. Um. Uh, I don't. I, uh, I don't know what to say. Shorty's on another level, man. I'm telling you, she's got this like winged wow. angel type of vibe going on. With she's got so many crazy robe combos, it's nuts. Um, yeah, she's intense. We had Julia show up, um, and you know, once she's been rocking an eye patch, which is hilarious, <laughs> but like with this crazy crazy hat uh Mm -hmm. rose combo with this uh, went all red dreads like a deep uh crimson color and then had matching um uh attire with 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 the with the crimson uh dreads it's just i I don't know like you see things like that and they're so different than what we're accustomed to seeing these looks not that they change 
a whole lot, but when they sure. do, it's significant. Um, it's insanity, right? And I think Julia probably is one of the. I think when it's all said and done, Julia will go in the hashtag wrestling fashion Hall of Fame. Yep. Um, because it seems like every again this time last year, and I'm probably off a month or so. She was doing a, a a match against Tam, hair versus hair, in which she loses, and then she comes out as GI Julia for the next three months, right? And she wow, goes yeah. from this kind of classic look into this GI Julia, but she turns that into to to her old cut after she got injured, and now she's back to rocking the dreads, and then she rocks the dreads and crimson. So she's just switching it up constantly. She's had like seven looks in in thirteen months. It's insanity, and then everybody else is stepping up their game as well. It's just if you're into wrestling fashion, Stardom is a place to check out because the looks are always changing, bright colors, uh, uh, cool unis, good um, good attire, uh, walking to the ring, etc. Boring as hell outside of the ring. <laughs> But inside inside the ring, it's a show, right? It's a show. Um, So again, I welcome everybody to to check out stardom-world.com. You know, free plug for them, I guess. And uh, on Twitter, Epic Pause on a Pup, hanging out. Not really too active anymore. Uh, Hopefully that picks up as I get out of my busy season here in the next month or so. And check out Pro Wrestling Illustrated presents on any podcast uh that you uh enjoy because once a quarter right now maybe a little bit more when i get out of the uh, the swing of my year here uh just joshi with jpq talking all things uh joshi wrestling for pro wrestling illustrated as well as we have the women's um you know top to be decided coming up in october so that'll be fun as we get closer to that looking for good representation uh women's wrestling's blowing up right now queen i don't have to tell you you know um, mm-hmm. If you're not on the bandwagon worldwide on what women's wrestling is doing, PWI has your back. And on the Joshi scene, just Joshi, again, once a quarter on Pro Wrestling Illustrated Presents. And my plugs. Oh, I'm so proud of you for the PWI, too. Crazy, it's, right? Isn't it it's funny? It's dope. It's so it's dope. It's cool. um, man, if y'all aren't listening to my pal, you should. Those of you who know, know. And if you're new, hey. Go check out my pal at Big Paws on a Pup. One half, the better half of the hashtag Bullsh- Queen and Pop no, Connection. I no, I'm not leaving that way. No, yes, no, we no. are. You are the better half. It's my show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the boss here. Um, yeah, so make sure you go do that for me, my friends. And um, JPQ, it's been a blast. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to chit chat with me about silly wrestling. Love um, it but how much do we love wrestling fashion? It's so great. And um, I have to say, it's super fun to see everybody on the Twitters uh, talking about wrestling fashion these days. Um, podcasts are starting about it's it. It's starting to take off a little bit. There's a couple shows yeah. out there now that are kind of dedicated to it now, which is pretty cool. I'm into it. We love to see it. We love, love the support it. for hashtag wrestling fashion. And um, thanks for hanging out with me. My very good pal. Hashtag Queen and Puppin. That's it. Connection for life. For life. Life. Yes, you said it. So for JPQ and I, my friends, that's a wrap. Remember, enjoy the rest of your day or night, wherever you are, and continue to be kind to one another. We're out. (laughs) 